0: Hello, our beautiful podcast children. Welcome to another episode of I Can Fix Him. Now, the more astute listeners among you may notice that today is not, in fact, Wednesday, December 6th. Um, I apologize for that. There were some capital T things going on in my life that required some pressing attention. However, we do try and keep our promises to our beautiful listeners, so I do apologize for that. We are going to be back on a regular schedule. We will keep you posted. Today's episode is about men's fashion. What is it? Has anyone seen it? Does it really exist? Kind of a Bigfoot investigation type episode. No, in all seriousness, this is about why men's fashion is the way it is. And well, we'll just leave it at that. It's a good episode and I hope you enjoy.
1: Is it just how is it the reverb?
0: No. That you hear that? The ticking or something?
1: It's like a Oh, that's just the walls.
0: <laughs> you can hear them settling.
1: Yeah. All the time.
0: <laughs> Bro, you're gonna die. <laughs> yeah, I
1: know. Like so why do you think oh, like, like, maybe wanna fucking like why do you think I had a mental breakdown because of the earthquake? <laughs> like
0: No, but you're safe because you have like it takes you probably like fifteen seconds to get out the front door, so you're gonna be fine.
1: I had a really big crush on the guy who played alfalfa when I was little. Who's alfalfa? You don't- oh my god. Okay, where the fuck is my phone? (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck is wrong with you? My taste in men have always been mid.
0: (laughs) That's not even mid, that's just disappointing. (laughs)
1: Head game is fire. Punani Dasani.
0: Third time you said that on the (laughs) camera, And it
1: looks very good because I know how my tits are supposed to look.
0: I was going to say, only you can hold up your gigantic titties.
1: (laughs) They're not that big. Let's not go to gigantic.
0: Come on. We're selling selling an image here.
1: (laughs) That is going to sound so good on the podcast. Can you hear that? I heard a creak. In like, a wobble. That's the wall. <laughs> it's the wall. <laughs> no, the is one of the trucks that's over there.
0: No, I the wall. It's I hear it. It's, it's yeah. It does yeah. that. Uh, what Virginia. do you have to? What do you have to say to Joe Byron?
1: Take me out to dinner.
0: What's up, baby? take me out to dinner
1: (laughs) you're from new york
0: what's up baby take me out to dinner
1: okay sup baby take me out to dinner
0: that just sounds like you just sound like marissa tomei right now which is which is that's gonna be an issue if you keep making that voice (laughs) fucking get away from me you freak shut the fuck up if i could do that you would be like like Melting. We
1: both Know that I could pull Marissa Tomei.
0: <laughs> Marissa Tomei. We both know that. I'll, hit me up, baby. We both I'll know. I'll take you out to dinner. We both know that each of us could pull Marissa Tomei. You're such a bad friend. You know not, You're like an awful friend.
1: I love you so much. I'm gonna keep shit to myself.
0: I cannot believe you would say that to me. Have you seen me, you whore? Look at this.
1: You are cute. But what else do you bring to the table for her?
0: An amazing personality? A gigantic hog? <laughs>
1: fucking get out. A nice ass? You are bringing an aggressively horny energy to the fucking podcast right <laughs> now what i mentioned my
0: hog once i'm not you're allowed to talk about your pussy i'm not allowed to bring up the
1: because it's it's not a horny thing it's just there yeah it's just there i didn't even i called it the least sexy thing i could you said marissa Tomei and hog in the same paragraph you would uh, once again this ridiculous <laughs> redu- kind and i said girly pop i'll take you out to dinner you're worried about her getting on your hog. That's not even close to what I said. I
0: said what I, I'm i saying. I'm listing my best features. I'm not allowed to do that. What the fuck is this double standard?
1: Well, my best features are my face and uh, my humor. My body. It, my body does give. But my first on my list is not going to be, well, third on the list is not going to be my pussy, even though it is immaculate.
0: Okay, my fourth on my list was my incredible ass. And if I had remembered that, it would have been third on my list. I can't believe this fucking double standard.
1: I would argue penis is typically not the best feature of a man.
0: Not for this one.
1: (laughs) And that says a lot about you.
0: Whatever. Marissa Tomei call me
1: we'll wait on that I, I, I cannot
0: believe you would say that to me you've been so hurtful for the past couple of days and now <laughs> this this
1: <laughs> is your punch how am
0: throat? I how am I supposed to ever be self-confident
1: <laughs> because then I call you beautiful when the microphone is off we can't have you get too high of an ego
0: that's not gonna be a problem
1: <laughs> I know I got'll keep you neutral
0: you're keeping me negative. I'm going to be <laughs> crying tonight, you bitch. Oh you my god. Been able
1: to pull Marissa Tomei, but you would have been able to pull, like, a young Sophia Coppola. Alright, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Beagle. What? Beagle. Do your ears hang low? Do they wobble? Do, do they do float? Can you t- oh, I... I... Uh, who did I sing that to about their balls being low? <laughs> what the fuck was that? It sounded like a tea kettle. Was it my nose? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking whistle stop, bitch. Well, sometimes when I breathe out my nose, my right nostril just kind of whistles a little bit because of my septum.
0: No, mine whistles. I don't even have a deviated septum, and my my nostrils whistle. I'm not even that mad. I'm just disappointed you can't see it. Like, this is ridiculous. We're supposed to be friends?
1: (laughs) I love you so much. You're so hurtful. How am I? How am I? I think you'd maybe be... Like... It's not the fact that you can't pull her. I think she has way too wide of a variety of men and women who would move God for her.
0: So I'm not enough is what you're saying.
1: For Marissa Tone-
0: Wow.
1: You are definitely going to get an A-list actress one day.
0: This is this is the worst thing you've ever said to me. I'm so glad we're recording right now. Okay.
1: <laughs> okay so you're just gonna abandon the other half yeah. of that. So yes. you're- Marissa Tomei, be nice to Josh, he needs it.
0: Fuck, I know Marissa Tomei is going to be nice to me. Nicer than you are, Jesus. God.
1: It's a bit of a -a make-a-wish case. All right, fuck. (laughs)
0: Like, that's going to stop me. Oh no, I have cancer. Whoa, Marissa Tomei! (laughs) Fuck, I don't care anymore.
1: You make a wish only for kids with cancer.
0: With terminal diseases.
1: Yeah, okay. Yeah.
0: And I have dumb bitch disease. <laughs> yes, you do. Which is incurable and will kill me in a very funny way. Not looking forward to that one. You should. It's going to be really funny.
1: Not for me. I actually enjoy you sometimes.
0: But fucking clearly you don't.
1: This is going to get into my sex life, folks. Um, I... I...
0: Okay, like every episode doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> True. But I'm not allowed to talk about my giant hog.
1: No, because that's really fucking weird.
0: <laughs> no, it isn't.
1: It's like it's like reciting
0: a dry fact, like, oh, did you know that the capital of Nigeria is Lagos? Like, oh I
1: Because I talk about having mad head game and an all-right vagina, but I don't go, god damn it. I have the tightest fucking vagina in the entire world. <laughs>
0: And you really should. I think it's a character flaw that you don't. Also, my head game is bad, so I can't- I can't talk about it. My dick game isn't any better, but, you know.
1: Head Head game can use Rogaine. What?
0: Rogaine doesn't rhyme with fire.
1: No, but like-
0: Head game is tired.
1: Rogaine desired? (laughs) <laughs> Why the, ro- the because
0: atrocious
1: <laughs> you fucking love me There's nothing more satisfying than the clack of high heels on wooden or tile floors The clacks serve as a metronome setting the tone to the wearer's day They seem to shout mm, more clack the wearer's entry moments before they walk into any room like the world's most punctual hype man While I personally like to believe high heels were made because 10th century Persian noblemen just really liked the clacky clacky, it turns out they just wanted to look taller and heels really anchor onto stirrups of a horse saddle. By the 17th century, the high heel had clackied its way into the hearts of European noblemen In typical girl-boss fashion, the noble girlies of the 18th century wanted to wield the power of their male counterparts, and the only way they could think to do this was to throw on their favorite pair of ankle-accentuating heels, and by the 19th century even country girls were making do, wearing heels as they tended fields. As more women began to like high-heeled shoes, men couldn't continue to wear something that is just for girls. Now we all have to watch girls beg their boyfriends not to wear socks with their stocks. I'm your favorite funny fashionista, Toria Pace here, with my Crew coded co-host, Josh. And Fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> and we're going to discuss why men stray from fashion and what they can do to fix it. You
0: stray from God's light. Fuck you.
1: <laughs> I'm going to keep words to myself. Well, that's new. Mm, yeah, I thank you is. so much, Toria. <laughs>
0: Oh, right. So we're here to talk about fashion,
1: which is something you could explore.
0: No, no, I'm good. Yeah, I'm going to keep the sweats on, the socks on, the Crocs on.
1: You do like, I feel like you have at least two pairs of Crocs.
0: I have zero, but I'm hoping to acquire more. Uh, If you find any in perhaps like a storm drain or your local body of water, send them my way.
1: You say you're not a foot fetishist, but sometimes the shit that comes out of your mouth is goddamn horrifying. Shut the
0: fuck up. Reduce, reuse, recycle. Stray crocs are the best crocs like cats, (laughs) right?
1: True, you did almost kidnap that cat once. (laughs) Once? (laughs) Every goddamn day of that cat's life.
0: Every fucking cat I see I want to kidnap, it's my worst trait. I, 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 I think about stealing them and just bringing them home with me. Anyway, um, so yeah, fashion, um, mysterious, magical art I have no knowledge of.
1: You you honestly, for a boy, don't dress terribly.
0: That's like saying for a horse, you're good at math.
1: <laughs> and some horses can be good at math. No, they can't. Yes, they can. Like, there's a horse that, like, at least could learn from its owner, like, basic math. <laughs> okay, well, you but know then, what? like once people were like well now we got to make it multiply four digit numbers by four digit numbers and like even I get a little bit worried about that so then they had a hoax
0: oh are you talking about the the horse hoax yeah yeah the horse couldn't do math for and that was no, a hoax couldn't
1: he, couldn't he do like really basic like addition but like once it got too much it was like they had to start hoaxing people hardcore
0: I don't think the horse could do any math but I do remember it wasn't the horse named George
1: probably or wait is that are you talking about the um the talking horse
0: no that, that that's not his name
1: well no there's like a little television show that my mom always refers hans. to
0: hans the horse
1: yeah you're thinking about the one that, like the talking horse george which is a that's television
0: not his, show that's not his name his name is mr ed <laughs>
1: <laughs> who am i thinking of
0: probably a guy named george with a very tragic face
1: oh you're you heard it here folks Call oh kettle oh my god
0: the the horse um the horse guy was racist his owner was racist you're
1: not surprised are you
0: no he was german so i should have seen that coming
1: yeah oh fuck we just we just got banned from germany
0: <laughs> whatever fuck you germany
1: no i would love to go to berlin and like go they... to the clubs after a show oh, it's so funny. I think we were thinking of different clubs, but that's fine.
0: Oh, you think so? <laughs> Wait, I'm going to tell you this after the podcast is over.
1: Have you been to a sex club? Is it cool?
0: It's very dark.
1: Well, yeah. Well,
0: I know you're a vampire. I don't like navigating a place where there could potentially be bodily fluids on everything in the dark. I hate that. It's the worst experience. You
1: wear clothes that are good.
0: I know, but I wasn't wearing gloves.
1: Well, why are you touching things because
0: i was so drunk why are
1: you going to a sex club that drunk do you have fun ever yeah but i don't have to do it drunk
0: it's better if you do
1: it's also germany i don't know if you've heard about them they have they they um you're beer drunk you're bloated how the fuck are you going to a sex club thinking you're gonna have fun it was
0: everything it was so much alcohol it was insane
1: yeah. I'd love to go to a sex club, okay,
0: no, you it's actually it sucks so much, like it's why? it's just so dingy and yeah. the worst people like it's i maybe we got there too late in the evening, but like or the the sorry, not the evening the night, like it was three a m but like it was,
1: oh well, yeah, yeah, only the people who like to like have multiple gaping assholes in their face are there at three in the morning,
0: yeah, and that's why they let a bunch of straight guys in because it was three a m and there it they was empty so. You know, like, oh, these these fuckers are going to pay the cover. Let's let them in. So, you know.
1: Holy shit. Every day you act like the nerdiest fucker. And then you hit me with this.
0: <laughs> it was so much fun. I, yeah. You gotta go. Well, now we can't. Sorry.
1: Why? Oh, yeah, because yeah. he got us banned from Germany again.
0: Maybe if they were stopped, maybe if they stopped being so sensitive or maybe apologized.
1: <laughs> I think they have apologized a lot. Not enough. However, they do keep sending their Nazis over to us.
0: Yeah, and they never apologized about the horse. So, (laughs) nation of Germany.
1: I don't think the horse is their fault.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it is. It's a horse. It doesn't have thoughts. They taught the horse to be racist, probably.
1: They couldn't teach the horse math, but they could teach it. Well, never mind. Yeah. I grew up in Nevada.
0: (laughs) You've met horses, right?
1: Of horses
0: but they're they are racist creatures
1: no they aren't yes they are most of the horses were like really good horses
0: for a horse
1: why do you not like horses
0: because they're racist and they can't do math <laughs> i like do you like george santos yeah and lauren bobert don't Don't bring that one up. I'm still ashamed of that. Yeah, I love-
1: You should be so ashamed that your hog crawls back up into your body.
0: Done. (laughs) (laughs) I was feeling so good today. So confident. (laughs) George, okay, if a horse stole a baby, I would love them. All
1: right. Well, horses have stolen people's lives with their (laughs) (laughs) jaws. Folks, if you don't know this, horses, if they have a vitamin deficiency- can actually like eat animals whole, and there was a horse in Russia, I believe, that was used in war and would just kill soldiers and eat them to death. So why do you love these creatures? Because what the fuck are they? <laughs> like I'm not like a horse girl where right? I'm like, it's a majestic animal. I'm like what. The-? What happened in <laughs> to make you occur? And can we do it again? That's how. I <laughs> but with humans this time.
0: That's how I feel about deep sea organisms. Like, whoa! What the
1: fuck? It was so badass. Well, that's like what happens when you scoop them out the goop. Yeah, and you're like, whoa. Exactly. <laughs> Have you seen the sharks that are just like fucked up little pancakes? Yes, I love I- them. They're so
0: cute. I want them so badly. Yeah, no, that, they are kind of like that. And I feel like horses, you do occasionally have to scoop them out of the goof, to be honest.
1: Well, have you seen a horse being born?
0: No, have you?
1: Yeah. Why? The town I grew up well, no, the county I grew up in had less than 20,000 people when I left.
0: Hey, let's go watch a horse give birth.
1: It's beautiful. It's beautiful? Well, it's horrifying, but also beautiful. also horses when they're first born
0: i know they
1: have like this fairy feet is what they're called and that is gross looking
0: what they're actually called is eldritch tentacles from hell
1: If you were giving birth to something with very sharp hooves, you'd want them to be dulled somehow, even if it was horrifying. I know, but the tentacles,
0: man. But it's
1: calcification is why it does that. It's like stalagmites, but for your feet.
0: That's so horrifying. Like the horse pussy is a cave. What the fuck? I hate caves.
1: Well, it's calcium. Calcium is really easy for the body to break down and create things into. So
0: you're telling me those poor creatures the horses are eating are turning into the fucking stalactites on the horse hooves? Circle of life, BB. I hate this so much. These creatures are just the worst.
1: <laughs> kind of cool, though. Frickin' badass, honestly. Yeah, no, I- yeah. Like, I am not a horse girl, but I think horses are fucked up. They are. But, like, the fact that you
0: there's just a horse screaming, this floppy little baby horse with Because, like, I don't know, that's, like, Lars von Trier shit is is animal giving birth. That's, yeah.
1: Werner (laughs) Herzog. Sorry. (laughs) We just delete whatever the fuck that was.
0: That's getting saved for the clips.
1: (laughs) Werner Herzog. But when man can fix it all.
0: Yeah, that was a good heart song.
1: Thank you. I, d- yeah. I, I work very hard on my impressions, folks. I don't. I can tell. <laughs> Fuck you.
0: So, shall we talk about fashion?
1: So, my J Crew dude, what is your favorite piece from their current catalog?
0: The that I'm going to use. On... We have to bleep. America, everybody. We have to bleep that. I'll bleep the <laughs> That way it's funny.
1: But seriously, what is your favorite item of clothing that you have?
0: Um, I have a black jacket that's fleece lined. It's very cool. My brother got it on sale, so I love it. Did you steal it from your brother? No, he bought it for me for my birthday.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah,
0: it's really cool. And it was on sale, so I love that.
1: <laughs> you're not going to comment on that.
0: <laughs> Good, because I feel like you'd be racist about it.
1: Well, no, I know you're setting me up because you're hoping I'll be racist about it.
0: <laughs> that's not true I'm not hope I'm hoping yeah I know you better than this yeah oh damn it if you learn from your mistakes we can't do this podcast
1: (laughs) sorry I believe in self-growth
0: yeah me too anyway Uh what's your favorite item of clothing
1: right now it's my um it it's like not a slicker a duster Mm. it's a black leather duster that only goes like down to like my like mid thigh though so it's not a long duster
0: pervert core
1: No, because it doesn't cover my coochie. Okay. (laughs) Well, I feel like if like you're going to be a pervert and flash people, it has to cover your coochie. So would you, how would you describe your style?
0: Oh, uh, we got to talk about the duster because Toria showed me the duster. Yeah. The duster was awesome, folks. Very cute. Very, uh, like kind of, kind of goth, but more biker than anything
1: and- Biker, but I definitely feel like it's definitely like, like
0: rebel, like all you know.
1: It's like I think Jennifer Aniston probably in one of her like movie premieres had a similar one that was brown.
0: Ooh, gross! It's got to be black.
1: Well, yesterday when I went to Old Navy, the cashier who I was talking to was like this like really cool like disabled queer guy. He was fucking fun because mm-hmm. he was all he was like, "Let me look at your nails." He's like, mm, "I see you." <laughs> Because, folks, if you don't know, I have a bisexual manicure because...
0: Toria got the lesbian nails. N-
1: no, femicure, bisexual manicure. Right. Either way, I'm down to pound. Um. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I can't talk about the hog.
1: <laughs> no, I already have to hear about it enough. No, let's talk
0: about the duster. It's very, like, kind of rebel chic, Uh, very, like...
1: Very casually dark academia.
0: Yes, yep.
1: Like a professor who only smokes coke, or not smokes coke, only snorts coke like once a month.
0: Right. Yep. Yep. As on
1: special occasions.
0: Absolutely. You described it better than I ever could. But
1: absolutely comes to like work drunk every morning, but like in a fun, quirky way, not an alcoholic way.
0: (laughs) Like hung over to lecture, you know. Does, does their best, but doesn't want to be there. <laughs>
1: has really smudged eyeliner, but it's still really fucking hot. Yep,
0: yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like f- full attendance because they're so hot.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yep. And that's my kind of dress.
0: Absolutely. Well,
1: actually, no, I have a weird... Well, let's start with you. What would you describe your style as?
0: Um, Pastiche. Unintentional Pastiche. <laughs>
1: I have heard pastiche, but I need to Google to like, make sure that we have the same definition.
0: I know my fashion is like barely put together. It's there's no thought to any of it. If it happens, it happens. Most of the time it's not happening.
1: Yeah. Well, I feel like you have like, what I like to describe as male toddler core. Yeah,
0: that's accurate.
1: Where it's like a lot of comfy clothes. Right but then like you wear like occasional cute outfits that look like your mom is trying to force you to take a portrait of J C JCPenney's.
0: So what Toria is saying, <laughs> what Toria is saying in the meanest possible way is that I like to be comfy first. And if I want to look good, that comes second. And I'm not very good at looking good.
1: No, you folks, as much as I give this man shit, but he does know how to dress up folks. He just loves a good little toddler core for some reason.
0: It's called being comfortable. Jesus Christ. All right.
1: When I look, when I go comfortable, I still look like a fucking snack.
0: Yeah. I don't have that ability. I respect the fuck out of you for being able to pull that off. I can't do it. I would say, okay, now describe your style and I'll be mean about it.
1: Oh, I have so many different styles. I really do. Like you're talking to somebody who like, will sometimes wear a full length gown to like a pumpkin patch. Um, I love a good Chelsea boot. I love boots. I love heels. I think my style could be like dark academia meets sporty chic meets the 90s hot girl fashion with a lot of makeup.
0: Chic horrorcore.
1: Well, yeah. It's like a bimbo, but my vagina is not hanging out of my skirt because... I may be gay, but the sanctity of people's marriages come before my comfort.
0: That's a much better description. That was amazing. (laughs) Thank you. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. And you do it very well. Also fuck you. You make it so difficult.
1: (laughs) Exactly. I I like when people have to fight to like me because then they prove that they do. Yes. Exactly. (laughs) I don't have attachment issues at all, what the fuck are you talking about?
0: <laughs> That's all you're gonna do? Just a little... That's all I needed, it's just... I have very, very wet mucus. Oh. Well... <laughs> Let's go! <laughs> wow. Blow your horn! Hong Kong motherfucker
1: This is why I don't blow my nose in front of you.
0: Let me hear them. This is why I don't blow my nose in front of anybody. Let me hear them pipes ring, girl.
1: I used to walk out of classrooms to blow my nose.
0: Wow, that's very that's very interesting that you sh- have shame about this thing but nothing else.
1: <laughs> well, why would I? I know. <laughs> But yeah, how would we describe the most men's fashion, you think?
0: Um, probably like a word out of a demonic text. <laughs> like bad in a very off like a yeah, in in a um in a dark and evil way.
1: Well, a word that I've been liking a lot lately is just scrungy. Yep. But like some men even put like a little bit more scrunch on top of it just to make things terrible
0: just to ruin the vibe
1: yeah because like i, I love a greasy man <laughs> that sounds despicable and then i just immediately thought of but harry styles from don't worry darling
0: <laughs> but i can't talk about my hog he was so ugly in that i hated the way he looked in that you, but, the, like...
1: but then no i didn't like how he looked at the end
0: oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah.
1: but like it makes you think if n cells put any amount of like effort into themselves how good they could look
0: no i concur with that like that if um cleaning yourself up in the right way goes such a long way
1: well yeah like
0: wash your doo-doo ass
1: wash your doo-doo ass wash your face you yep. get a haircut every once in a while
0: yep exactly like that it really yeah you know a lot of the challenge is knowing what looks good on you because everybody's very different but like you know, clean up in the right way. Like, damn, what's up? Exactly. Like, cause to be honest with you for a second, Harry Styles is a pretty like uh, mid-looking guy in my opinion, but he cleans up good.
1: I think it's the fact like he does have a very pretty face. I disagree. Like, like, well, it's pretty in the way that like he's no more pretty than any other guy in mm-hmm. Hollywood.
0: I was gonna say. I was gonna say he's no more pretty than like the average you know, decent looking guy.
1: Yeah, like he's he looks like a musician. Yeah. And that's not a bad thing. But also like the reason why he is absolutely fond over is because he has style.
0: Mm hmm. Well it's in the name.
1: It true. And he looks like he smells good.
0: Yeah. And that's all it takes.
1: And he's nice.
0: He's a nice guy, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I put question mark after that because I don't know much about him post One Direction, but like, yeah.
0: No, by all accounts, he's a really nice guy. Do you know, did you hear that story about- Well, didn't
1: he spit on Chris Pine?
0: Uh, no, that was, uh, we don't know if he did. Would you not spit on Chris Pine? I would, I saw nothing wrong with that. And I don't think he actually did.
1: I, I need to know what, like, I would actively, like- You've seen those memes where it's all like auctioning off something silly. Yeah. I would pay an inordinate amount of money for Florence Pugue to drunkenly tell me what went down Yeah. on that fucking set. Yeah. Uh, because there are so many huge personalities and I need to know what went down, why and where.
0: No, that wasn't on set. That was at the awards. Or the but it reading. happened
1: because of something. that On
0: set. Yeah. Yeah. I would spit on Chris Pine. I don't like him
1: he looks like he's mean but i don't know enough about him to have a very solid opinion
0: i get that ba- I, get, I get bad vibes from him. yeah yeah
1: no according- i don't know if it's just his eyebrows plus his eyes but either way
0: yeah um no according to like most accounts Harry Styles is an extremely nice guy so like yeah i think really he's you know that's all it takes have like yeah because people go fucking ape shit over him like oh, no, he's the cutest boy in the world and it's like he's I don't know what it is but
1: I also think he was part of everybody's like teen heartthrob phase yeah like I I remember being like a young girl-esque human being during that time and I did like One Direction a lot but like he was actively just like people were like making everything he did somehow homoerotic and now they're like you're queer baiting and I'm like I still think everybody just needs to like mind their fucking business.
0: Yeah. Back
1: to also the... human beings can't queer bait twenty twenty four. What does that mean? Queer
0: baiting is. I like, know what queer baiting is. What the rest? What does the rest of it mean?
1: Well, everybody always like we'll see how fruity that like Harry stuff. I'm gay, by the way, guys. Well, I'm queer. Yeah, um, but. Everybody will see how Fruity Harry Styles dresses and then goes, Oh, he's queer baiting us.
0: No, what does the human beings don't queerbait 2024 mean?
1: Oh, well
0: That's an inscrutable slogan.
1: <laughs> a human being, by existing in their own human form, can't queer bait.
0: Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You are
1: reading into something that is inherently not there. Yeah. And you are reading into somebody's style. It's also, like, Bad Bunny can kiss a boy on stage mm-hmm. for shock factor. Yep. Well, not for shock factor, because yeah. I don't know why he did it.
0: I think it was a little bit shock factor. That's just kind of who he is. Like,
1: well, part of it's shock factor. I think it's also important to see, like, yeah, more men kissing on stage, even if it isn't inherently romantic.
0: Yeah. He, maybe the homie was just like, Hey man, my lips are dry. Also, uh, you're looking cute today. And he was like, mm, thanks.
1: Smooch. And like, this is a controversial gay opinion. I'm sorry folks, but I genuinely think like, it is not bad to see straight folks doing gay shit. As long as like, it's not like fucked up things because like, you don't know if that's part of them exploring themselves.
0: Damn bad gay hours. Um, yeah no, yeah, i I can't I'm not- there's not
1: one right way to be gay or straight.
0: I am not equipped to weigh in on this. Let's get back on track. This is a good yeah. This was a good digression, but we do need to yes. keep her moving.
1: We'll We'll add this to a different episode. Um, oh no,
0: no, 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 this goes in. Well,
1: we'll no, we'll yeah okay. but so when it comes to men's fashion, this is gonna be a shocker. Will you stop fucking shaking your body? It's so distracting. Sorry. I'm gonna make you sit on the floor. <laughs> Do it. I'm ready. On <laughs> my very dirty, unvacuumed floor. Okay. Um, surprisingly, it's not men's blame fully this time.
0: That would be interesting how you would twist this one.
1: It it, it is, a largely the fashion industry itself.
0: Oh, I thought you were talking about your floor.
1: <laughs> like oh, Ooh, that's... it's just it's. It's covered in cum, but it's no one's fault.
0: <laughs> it's like walking on eggshells, literally. <laughs> that's the what, crunch. That's what the crunch is from.
1: Or from a Supreme, but. What? Crunch wrap Supreme. Oh. Mm. <laughs> Got a Baja blast out of here. <laughs> Taco Bell. I don't like your food, but please sponsor me. The puns alone would be immaculate.
0: Taco Bell, I love your food. Please sponsor me.
1: Oh, and we wonder why you have minor IBS. <laughs> Taco
0: Bell isn't bad to me. They've they've treated me right. It's other things. It's the most surprising things that caused me to Yeah.
1: Oh, Josh, you are truthfully built different, my friend. I know
0: I'm <laughs> built wrong. That's what you're the word you're looking for. I'm built incorrect.
1: Well, I'm still a genetic anomaly. We know this. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Um, but yeah. So, getting back on track. God fucking damn it! How many? We're at already an hour and a half of recording. We haven't even gotten into the actual show. yet. It's
0: okay. This is us at our best. All right. Thank it's it's all good.
1: God. This
0: is this is literally us at our best. It's okay.
1: So literally. Men aren't always to blame
0: are you are you comfortable saying that on this show? I mean, this is we are changing the party line now
1: we, a little bit we're <laughs> we're tweaking it. It is surprisingly, a huge chunk of this is because of the fashion industry itself. Wow, yeah. are you
0: controlling your Miss Andre finally? Is this a growth moment?
1: Miss Andry is just misogyny. Wait, no, that's not. <laughs> i think i just had a mini stroke We're cutting that okay <laughs> there was a twitter thing that i or an x that i saw the other day that was like, all it never call <laughs> it x what's wrong with you jesus god there was a tweet that i saw the other day that had a really good quote and i was like i'm gonna remember it and i didn't <laughs> i
0: love that i do that
1: all the time <laughs> well moving along Miss Andre isn't real. Uh so and that's why I'm on this podcast. <laughs> exactly. You cover the misogyny. Um, oh, the fuck, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Good one. You're welcome. So, according to um a Covetour article by Camille Freestone. Did you like my French there? I didn't even know what you were trying to say, so no. It, it's it's a magazine called like Covetour. Oh, cov- oh, Okay. Ooh. I I don't speak French. That's your job.
0: Coveteur? with an e u r.
1: C o v e t
0: e u r. Coveter probably.
1: Me 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 me
0: I'll throw my snotty. I no, will awesome. throw my snotty tissue.
1: Living and die.
0: What? I'm <laughs> being mean. I know you are. I was wondering how specifically you are being mean. You <laughs> stupid.
1: Get canceled on my behalf,
0: I think. Probably, but that's just how we are. Jesus, it's so funny you do all these mean things to me off camera, and then I insult you with terrible words in an ironic way, and it's just you really
1: hit. You go, I won't call you a whore to your face, but I'll do it and with a microphone in between us.
0: This was a special occasion. I chose my word very carefully. That was a that was a whore moment. (laughs) That was called for it. Okay, so the fashion industry.
1: So women's wear if we look at it there's always new seasons. We've watched the devil's wear. Have you watched the Devil Wears Prada? Oh, fuck yeah I have.
0: <laughs>
1: We're not going to talk about your teenage emissions. <laughs> that was so out of pocket.
0: What is wrong with you? <laughs> fuck you. Yeah, it's like I wasn't always also turned off by that movie. I was not turned on by that movie. I was turned on by The Matrix. You you don't even know me.
1: How are you turned on by The Matrix? There's so much goop.
0: The rest of it is... Have you seen that lady?
1: Well, she's hot, but the goop.
0: Her in shades. That yes,
1: cool. but the goop.
0: Okay, well, some of us like goop. All right? Some of us are a little...
1: Remind me not to get you a thing of slime for your birthday.
0: Please do that. No. <laughs> Some of us are little goopy goobers. No, the group, the goop is disgusting, but it wasn't like enough to be like, oh, hello, what's your name again? Um,
1: I, I don't, don't remember.
0: Trinity. Uh, yeah. Tr-
1: no, Trinity is the name. I don't know the actor's name. Is it Natalie something?
0: Carrie Ann Moss. Oh. Yeah. Carrie Ann Moss. Call me. Is
1: she Elizabeth Moss's sister. We are getting so through this episode, aren't we?
0: Guess where she's from? South Africa. Burnaby, British Columbia.
1: Oh, that doesn't surprise me.
0: What an atrocious place to grow up.
1: <laughs> well, no, it's, it's the cheap. It's like w- Vancouver, but make it cheap. It's not cheap now, right? Um, It's cheaper than living in Vancouver proper.
0: Okay. I'm sure it was nice back then, but Burnaby now is taking no, shit. Well, off. it's better than Surrey. Surrey is the worst, but like Burnaby is such a cursed vibes place. Well,
1: if you had to choose, it would be Vancouver, then Burnaby. Probably, but it's- You just go down Highway 1 of BC and just like start at the coast and then move your way back and that's how you rank them.
0: Vancouver suburbs are just the worst places on earth, really. Like everything's $2 million and you get what for it? Like just- Well, true. Like it's so awful. I hate Burnaby.
1: Where did I go- there's a festival that I went to earlier this year in, like, June that was, like, really cool. I wasn't in Surrey. Where was I? It wasn't Langley or Fort Langley. It might have been Hope.
0: <laughs> An ironic name.
1: Well, so this old lady who I used to help, uh, like, with, like, her, like, washing and all that stuff. Digression
0: counter, you have one minute.
1: Yeah, so... Uh, I I used to like help her, but her like sons did hockey in the seventies. So they'd have to go up to like Canada Mm -hmm. and they'd always see hope because hope is like a convergence of like a couple of highways. Mm -hmm. And she would never be able to see hope because you'd have to like really go out of your way to see it. Mm -hmm. So she'd always say, oh, there's no hope. (laughs) Only funny thing (laughs) that woman said to me,
0: (laughs) that's so Canadian. Um, all right. Good job. Okay. So. Carrie Ann Moss, let's get back to you being the most out-of-pocket bitch in the world and the devil wears Prada, seasonal fashion, Jesus Christ.
1: So women's fashion has seasons. It has trends. Mm
0: -hmm. Made up by the fashion industry to exploit people, yes.
1: We're getting there. Yep. But men's fashion isn't exactly the same
0: yeah it's i i've never noticed a real
1: because it like it kind of has cycles like they'll change out the colors but like the color rotation is not that diverse it's more of like a multi-year cycle more yeah more than anything else it's what like folks like to call capsule faction now where like you have like a bunch of like very basic pieces that you pair together and it's like a capsule it's a time capsule
0: that's the dumbest way to describe it. I hate fashion. Well,
1: I didn't fucking make it up.
0: I hate fashion. I know you didn't. You would have come up with something so much better. Well,
1: capsule fashion is also used by the fast fashion industry, but we're not gonna get into it. Yeah,
0: that so anymore. unsurprising, the worst people in the world invented it and that's why I hate it. Okay.
1: Yeah. But like that that's like the idea. Like so men's fashion is incredibly basic mm-hmm. that like you all wear it till it's fucking threadbare. Yep. And then you can replace it with the exact same thing.
0: But six years later, but slightly different so that they make more money. Yeah, exactly. And men's fashion is basically designed to sell you boring variations on the same shit over and over again.
1: In all the graphic tees.
0: (laughs) I like graphic tees. Um, anyway, that's what it's really designed for. Women's fashion is a lot more trend obsessed. Um, very propagandistic in terms of how much you have to buy men's fashion is like, you have to buy. 10 variations of this stupid looking fucking jacket because you need the different colors because you need to layer them. They all look like shit. And then you wear it like until it's falling apart and you buy the slightly different one. I think that's a very good description.
1: Well, the fact that like by the time you're 20, you can literally just go to Kirkland or Kirkland. Costco. Costco and like buy Kirkland signature t-shirts for the rest of your life and still be considered an 8 out of 10 is fucking vile.
0: I would disagree with that, um, because I, if anybody under the age of 40 wears a Kirkland Signature tee, or not a tee, a shirt, uh button-down...
1: Oh, not a button-down, I was talking about t-shirts.
0: Oh, those are still really bad. They they do not look good. Why are
1: the white ones
0: so thin? I don't know, maybe they want to see nip, I don't know.
1: I probably wear a couple of those
0: probably because they are kind of cheaply made but i don't know yeah the kirkland signature clothing is kind of hit or miss
1: It, it really is but like it's easy like you could have like the same clothes your entire life and no one's going to like judge you but they should
0: yeah. I think what you're talking about is once you hit like 30, like generally dad age, nobody gives a shit anymore. And that's really unfair because the expectations for women never stop.
1: Well, and I feel like men are just like getting younger and younger, the more careless they are about fashion. However, I will yeah. say the Gen Z boys are trying a little bit.
0: Yeah. I'd say, I'd say younger people have, I th- I honestly, I think that, um, as time goes by, younger people have never been more into fashion like younger guys yeah like uh so i think it's better than it ever has been but yes like there are people in their very young age who look like shit men guys who look like shit well there's
1: still like a huge portion and i think as a person in the pacific northwest i am fucking spoiled (laughs) because when i went back home to nevada and like was looking on tinder i was like is that you adam sandler like every fucking time i swiped i was like it's either Cowboy or Adam Sandler, and Cowboy is like, ugh.
0: Cowboy Adam Sandler. <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's the reason why there's Cowboy Boot Crocs now. I actually like them. I have a friend who really wants a pair. But I think they are the only person who's capable of pulling them off because that's how good their fashion is.
0: I could not do it, but I want them anyway. However, I looked it up and they cost over a hundred dollars. So it's not happening. Exactly. Um, yeah, but I
1: do think you could pull off. We're going to work on your fashion
0: and we're going to cut you saying that because I feel
1: like that's not on
0: brand, but thank you.
1: Yeah. Well, I have to get you some bitches somehow. it's my penance for all the trauma i put you through
0: i know uh yeah no that's a very good observation um and yeah like i think generally the expectations for men men's fashion are more like societal and capitalistic than anything
1: oh 100 percent, and we're gonna get into it but right now we're on this topic no
0: no but all i want to say is that like the reason that you're told to buy stuff is just to line people's pockets like the the actual trend seeking and like wanting to look good is not there you know
1: oh well a hundred percent like men do not buy clothes to look good
0: yeah they don't know it's a
1: hundred percent utility
0: well not i'm not even utility like the like the like the pressure to like buy more clothing is like oh you need to do this but it's not like you need to look good it's just like oh you need to you know, you need to have versatility in your clothing, but you'd never look good. And nobody cares about looking good. I don't think like I've never, there's very few guys who dress really well. (laughs) Like most people who own a big wardrobe and they still look like shit. It's amazing. But that's what the men's fashion industry is kind of designed to do. That's just my point.
1: Oh, well, it's like you either have like this world's smallest closet and like you look mid Mm -hmm. or you have a big closet and you look mid. (laughs) mid is a strong suit but yes
0: yeah and then there's very few people who have the big closet and actually pull it off and look men very few men who have the big closet and pull it off and look really good
1: exactly and like it's just it's really disappointing Mm -hmm. i got off track and now i need to get back to where my brain was going i think so we were around in 2010 when emo fashion was going through yeah i was three years old mentally (laughs) i mean have you ever grown up from that tbh
0: you (laughs) um i wore a lot of graphic tees in 2010
1: but you remember the really like seen kid emo fashion and how mad that made all the men
0: oh fuck yeah
1: especially like for teenage boys to be doing that
0: I had, I had long hair. I was verging on emo hair. So yeah, I know.
1: You're still verging on emo hair. (laughs) You're trying so hard. It's your body's final form. I don't do my hair for one day. And
0: this is the shit. I know what I look like. You don't need to tell me.
1: You look
0: cute. You don't need to tell me. I never
1: said I, you looked unhandsome.
0: This is what you're talking about. You say I have emo hair and I get very defensive. This is exactly what you're talking about. Yes oh my god yeah great point
1: <laughs> we have a breakthrough for the first time ever folks
0: it will not happen again
1: give, give Josh a little round of applause I don't care if you're in an office just a little golf clap
0: thank you thank you thank you to the Academy no yeah it...
1: But, so it made all these old men mad
0: hmm including my dad
1: because they dare played outside of their capsule
0: yeah it because was,
1: yeah. men like okay so I'm going on to our next point Men's fashion seems to be boring because clothing accessibility has made it easy for everyone to look good. Good is a strong suit. Even without an eye for style.
0: Yeah, it's made it possible to look okay. You're not
1: letting me say the fucking resource. I'm
0: sorry.
1: Folks, if I don't get all these resources out because Josh keeps interrupting me, it's going to be in our fucking transcription or like the the, the little thing underneath Spotify. I don't remember what it's fucking called.
0: It's my fault.
1: Yeah, it's his fucking fault every goddamn day.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But that's from an article, or it's from a blog called Fashion Beans. <laughs>
0: <laughs> is that what Jack and the Giant Beanstalk is about? <laughs> fashion Beans. He just
1: pussy stunts his way up that stuff. Yeah.
0: Get the fashion beans, plant them in the ground.
1: Okay. Little Nos X in Fashion Beans, a Jack and the Beanstalk stunting yeah. story. Yes!
0: Where he plays My
1: Queen Story Hour! We gotta write this. Little Nas X, please message me. I will write Copyright. the Buddhist.
0: Copyright. Copyright. TM. register Registered trademark. He would do so good. And he plays the giant. He has to play the giant too. No. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Okay.
1: Produced by Boots Riley.
0: Yep. Copyright. Copyright. Don't steal this. this is our.
1: Jesus Christ. Put a little more spice on it. God, I wish you would disappear. <laughs> <laughs>
0: make it happen
1: i've been trying
0: actualize your goals
1: the cyanide isn't taking yet.
0: i had no idea center of mass played such a big role in titty wow If you're
1: thinking about it because like bras are entirely about holding your tits up right and Or, or,
0: or are they about keeping women down
1: All I'm saying is, like, sometimes it's nice to have your tits be lifted up because, like, it's supposed to genuinely help your posture and your back. Yeah. And that's why it, like, feels so good to take off your bra. But, like, if that is not weighted correctly, it just, it sucks. Yeah. And your bra is going to feel ill-fitted. And then you have fucking Victoria's Secret again, Mm -hmm. who doesn't even use, like, the sizes. Really? The the sizes are absolutely fucked. They were made to make you feel bad about your tits.
0: Well, yeah, that makes sense.
1: <laughs> well, if you go... Like, there's an actual, like, specific way to measure your bra. Yeah. And, like, boob size.
0: Yeah, using arcane magic.
1: Pretty much. It's a lot of math for the girly pops, TVH. <laughs> Three. Um, that was generous, but yes. And then... Like it also doesn't really talk about like how the strap position should affect your tits. It's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. I really like making bras in case you can't. Um, but the author was Tom Tom Bannum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it it makes sense because like again, we we value mm-hmm. men's efficiency, their utility, their ability to wake up. And take five minutes to get ready and get out the door because they're that important in our society.
0: Yeah, and that's especially you can see that trend in men's fast fashion, which has been trending more and more towards utility. Yeah. Right. And you really notice this. Like, I don't have a lot of points of reference, but whenever I go into Uniqlo, there's a huge difference. What the fuck is Uniqlo? It's the the Japanese fast fashion place. I get my socks there. Oh. They're very bad, folks. Don't shop there. I get my socks there, and that's it. Um. But like, uh, because I like their socks, I'm wearing them right now. Um. So they have the the men's and women separated and you can really tell the difference because they also have unisex stuff, Yeah, right? And you can really tell the difference between where the trends are going because the men's stuff has a huge emphasis on layering, colors, basics, yes. basic, but more basic than basic, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas every time you go in there and you look at the women's stuff, there's a huge emphasis on seasonality and like... Different, you know, like outlines, different draping of clothing, right? There's a huge emphasis on the look, right? Yes. And for men, never. Like there might be a couple seasonal items, but it's all about utility, utility, utility.
1: Well, and I like to bring up a point that you said outline instead of silhouette.
0: I'm sorry, I forget. Hey,
1: hey, fucking stop interrupting me, you piece of.
0: i'm shutting up now
1: (laughs) so i know the word silhouette and if you don't that's okay but silhouette is how it makes your body appear like your figure yeah and even though it doesn't seem like it men have figures folks and not just a cute little boyish figure men do have figures they can have like a little hourglass moment it's not very common but like
0: I, yeah please tell me more
1: no let me show you let me show you i am afraid okay josh has like the most minute hourglass figure but I, but i do have it i do have but, it. like he he has a cute little waist he, he's single folks um <laughs> but yeah so men do have figures and they do have things that they could accentuate they could accentuate their waist because men tend to have really fucking cute waists they could accentuate their butts if they have a cute butt but they don't you do have a cute butt
0: thank you I'm, i am stay winning
1: <laughs> folks this is gonna be very this is i don't know why is this our simp city episode for each other
0: because i'm so hot and you're so hot
1: oh well, yeah or two hot people in a room it's gonna happen eventually Mm but
0: um we bully each other and compliment each other
1: (laughs) in case you're wondering how we grew up it's just this
0: it's just this toria is the cutest goddamn person in the world that everything every look they do looks incredible they look incredible right now wearing a very basic outfit but it's 10 out of 10
1: well, yes, I I put a lot of effort into looking like a whore. It's part of the look.
0: You do it well,
1: but Josh is just cute. Like he, he looks very boys, boy next door. But like we're gonna we're gonna get him to his alternative punk rock self that he wants to be. Inshallah. What the fuck did? Oh, wait, okay. Sorry, oh, my audio processing order disorder pulled up, <laughs> and I was like, "What the fuck is happening?"
0: it was a different language so it was
1: i think that's why i have issues speaking in spanish
0: mm. yeah you got that
1: anglo brain i i think it's like the mixture of i'm so anxious of fucking up mm. yeah plus a little bit of audio processing disorder cuz like i can listen to people speak spanish but if i'm having to listen and speak and figure out what to say next yeah. before they keep speaking at me. It's a whole fucking slew of shit.
0: No, I, I totally get you. My great aunt called me for my birthday and I had to speak uh Swedish slash Norwegian to her. She speaks Norwegian. I speak Swedish. And it, yeah, it was a fucking nightmare. Like, she's great. I love her so much. I know she doesn't judge me, but the anxiety was so real. And like, I think also if you think in English, which I do. Yeah. It's bad.
1: <laughs> Everybody thinks in their native language, I think. Yep. But yeah, so what was I going on about?
0: I'm sorry, I don't remember.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah, men having figures.
0: Thank you so much.
1: And like the idea of clothing and like this is, of course, like this is very like colonizer looking at fashion kind of thing. Well, fashion in itself is a colonizer ideal for the most part. Like and there was fashion before colonizers came through and fucked everything up.
0: I would lean more towards it's a late cap. It's a capitalist invention of modernity, but what do you mean by colonizer?
1: Well, it all breaks down to the fact of like how you control the bodies of people. Right. And like how fat folks are often oppressed because it represents bodies that aren't that like European thin tuberculosis style body.
0: Right. I mean fashion is definitely like a uh, you know, super Western institution, right? I mean, it is designed around the taste of a very tiny amount of rich European motherfuckers, right? And the rest of the world is totally, forcibly, uh, you know, assimilated into that.
1: Um, colonization BB. Yeah, absolutely. So like, take all of this with like a grain of salt that we were just talking about people, first of all, not taking care of themselves or being able to explore themselves. But men aren't accentuating their figures at all, and it's not because of like protest, which is like, "Hella, be hot, that's cool." It's entirely because they don't even realize that they have a figure. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: And clothes for men typically do not accentuate their figures. No. If you have a long torso, finding shirts is hard. If you have long legs, finding pants is very difficult. I am feeling. Thank like
0: a- you thank you
1: <laughs> it, it is yeah. and it's because men's fashion is built to like essentially give you all a uniform
0: yeah and it's a lot more like industrialized than women's fashion like uh they really do only make clothes for a certain type of body and like the craziest part yeah. is i mean obesity is becoming a bigger trend in the industrialized world obesity I... is
1: not a great word okay i'm sorry that doesn't just what's the well just being fat
0: right okay i
1: fatness is becoming like more people are able to actually be fat and like it it's a thing that happens
0: yeah I, I don't think um, I'm talking about like okay that's true like but there's a difference between being fat where it's you know not unhealthy for you because at a certain point it does become it does
1: become yeah, unhealthy yeah but also like being in... real thin is unhealthy a lot of the time too yeah
0: and that's not what I'm talking about yeah I'm talking about like where you you know like an obesity there's no clear cutoff or like well like de- med, you know like medically right yeah there's no clear cutoff for it. It, it it's in very individual but like where your blood pressure is high where your heart is having issues that's what I'm talking about and
1: like in a world that we live in no one owes you their health by by folks this is something I'm very passionate
0: about yeah but like you know something is clear like if your blood pressure is high I'm sorry there's no way that's good for you like that's just a fact right hypertension is a killer well, right? yeah and that's what I mean And it can happen to anybody exactly and it's total and the thing about medical the medicalization of fatness like it's not there is no clear cutoff for everybody it's very highly 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 individualized and it can totally depend on your person and,
1: and- the BMI was made by a yeah. statistician who was not a medical doctor and it was based entirely on white european men
0: and it's bullshit and like i'm what i'm saying is you can't look at a person and tell but like if you hook them up to the blood pressure cuff and it's bad then there's no way around it and that happens no matter what size you are exactly because guess who guess who is on the borderline for high blood pressure and is extremely thin hello i'm right here
1: exactly (laughs) right
0: um but so yeah that's that's all i'm saying okay so yes fatness is becoming a lot more common in the industrialized world and for men specifically it is like a fucking struggle for the male fashion industry to even accommodate that very slightly. It is so highly industrialized and like you said, a uniform, right? Yeah. You know, there's no, there's very little variation. They struggle to accommodate the trend that like we're seeing, uh, that's, you know, really common now where people are, you know, fat.
1: <laughs> well, well, this is a trend.
0: It is a trend. It's not like, I'm
1: not. Uh, I Okay. Sorry. I thought you were using
0: like the statistical trend
1: The statistical yeah. trend you like statistics this episode I'm so proud of you
0: choke on my nuts
1: you wish fuck
0: you no I don't you fight them off
1: <laughs> yes I would yeah. Um. but yeah so yeah men. We, we're doing so good
0: we actually are this is a great episode we
1: are middle yeah. of the episode and I'm just going brain dead it's all good Do you want to take a break no we're good okay. I, let's get this shit done yeah. um but like, yeah, no. Men are not allowed to like even realize that they have a figure. Mm-hmm. They're not allowed to realize that they have any qualities to accentuate because men are treated like a mass produced, just like group of people.
0: Yeah, and it's the same way for industrialized fashion in general. Like this is this is definitely not a gendered thing, but for the artistic aspect of men's fashion. Oh yeah. You know.
1: Well, When we talk about accessibility of fashion, when it comes to weight, which is like that this is going to be a total tangent,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: a lot of the time designs aren't really like made to, as the like size progresses up higher, it's not made to accommodate different bodies. Mm -hmm. However, a lot of women's fashion is getting a little better, Mm -hmm. but men's fashion has never That's why you see so many men's ass cracks hanging out their goddamn pants. Well, that is
0: very fixable
1: with something called a fucking belt, (laughs) which theoretically,
0: which I, I newsflash, they do actually make belts in highly accessible styles. I am begging you, if you are having issues with your pants, try a belt. They're way cheaper than a new pair of pants usually.
1: Yes. But also I am a clothing purist who believes if a garment is good. You don't need, you don't need a belt. Mm -hmm. It's an accessory.
0: I'm with you on that one, but like step one,
1: get a belt, belt,
0: (laughs) your ass crap cannot be out. All right. I'm sorry. That's
1: dangerous. That's how you get bugs up in your cheeks. Exactly.
0: So like, if you have that issue, get a belt first, then we can talk about tailoring.
1: (laughs) Exactly. And like, so first of all, men aren't given anything but this uniform. Yeah. So then they have to go outside or do their own thing to figure out their fashion. And I think when I look look back to 2010, all the boys who shopped at Hot Topic were getting girl skinny jeans at Mm -hmm. first. And that pissed off old men to a point that like, to a degree that like, I still hear old men be like, a jean is a little too boot cut
0: Wait, boot
1: cut? Or not boot cut. Yeah. Sorry, I have it straight it's... legs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If a gene is a little too straight leg, mm-hmm. I hear a man having a meltdown. Yeah, you
0: still hear about it. Like, yeah. The year of our Lord, 2023. This was fucking 13 years ago and you still hear about it. Like
1: Exactly.
0: Like, the conservative stereotype of the, the you know, urban guy still involves skinny jeans. An item that has been out of fashion for so long now. <laughs> like, exactly. Like, it's I, insane.
1: I rarely ever see a pair of skinny jeans on a man. Yeah. Except for, like, if they're still, like, a seen person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or yeah. European. <laughs> 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 yep. Yeah. Exactly.
0: I love how I whispered European, like it was a bad word. It is a bad word. We don't like to talk about it. <laughs> Can't wait for some fucker to be like
1: European is a slur. Good. It is.
0: Yeah. And the only good one. Jesus. Fuck you Europe. Gonna get what's coming to you.
1: Jesus Christ. Be glad that your dad gave up his citizenship or else you would have already lost yours. <laughs>
0: fucking proud to be an American. As long as I'm not European, it's the only time where I'm like, fuck yeah. Just a little (laughs)
1: asterisk. Mm, Exactly. Nice. Yep. And so, so
0: industrialized men's fashion, industrial
1: men, industrial fashion, (laughs) skinny jeans, skinny jeans. And just the fact that accessibility towards fat people, all of it, like it's all based on this idea of there being a uniform. And then Men have to go out and figure it out. And anytime they do, there's backlash because like the scene kids, that wasn't the first time it fully happened in the eighties when men were cutting the shoulders off of their shirts and like putting bandanas in their pockets.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. There was a full ass panic about it. I mean, it was really bad. People were getting beat up just for looking a certain way that might possibly be interpreted as, alternative or god forbid gay exactly like
1: and now older still that still happens but then we go into the 90s mm -hmm. we got our boys nwa
0: that's late 80s late 80s early 90s 87 is the debut album i believe
1: okay well i'm also thinking of tupac and biggie and all that shit
0: that is awesome. Well, okay, Tupac is a fashion icon that you can't. Well,
1: I did I say anything otherwise?
0: I wouldn't mention him with NWA. Yeah, I'd say he's a lot more of a fashion icon.
1: Well, <laughs> you're not letting me finish. Wait, well, when was NWA?
0: 87.
1: 87. And Tupac was the 90s, right?
0: He was killed in 96. So, yeah.
1: And then, well, Snoop Dogg was also the 90s.
0: Later, yeah. Yeah. And I'm sorry, Tupac is still alive.
1: We're not going to get into that with Jada Pinkett Smith doing her whole shit right now. (laughs) Anyway. But, like, so, these men in rap also totally, like, brought into a different style of fashion. Mm -hmm. With, like, baggy jeans and, like... Yeah. They... I I don't even think
0: it was entirely that, but yes, it was certainly commodified. Um, well, but it was commodified, and we're gonna get into like how. Like, but my question is, where did jinkos come from? Because I don't know anything about that.
1: Jinkos, I think, were a mixture of that, but also rave fashion, which also came around in the late '80s, early '90s. Because
0: mm-hmm. I can totally see how it would have been something created by the hip hop community that was then appropriated, but I also. I just don't know where the fuck Jinkos came from. They seem like an alien item of clothing, like something a fucking little green guy would come up with.
1: Well, exactly. And like, that's, well, that's going to be a choice to say with.
0: (laughs) With the way things are going. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: What is it looking like? Doesn't say. (laughs) Well, we'll figure it out eventually. But yeah, no, Jinko jeans, all that rave fashion. It finally came to like a peak and like, The ninety, well, not. Oh my god, I'm going off topic so bad.
0: (inaudible) You realize what this podcast is, right? Like, I I know you're all good,
1: (laughs) but I'm trying to express what I want to express.
0: Uh, But then you get. I gave up on that years ago.
1: True. Well, you get like the grunge style that came from our lovely, lovely town of Seattle. You get the like rap style, which is like I don't know what it's called. I don't know. I would call I
0: it West Coast, West Coast, like,
1: well, there's West Coast and East Coast that both had like similar like... fashions, but like, well, no, no. The, no. similar alternatives.
0: Well, they're, yeah, they're both alternative, but like the, the West Coast hip hop style, which is really just West Coast, Black LA style, which is all it is. Um, Yeah, that definitely took off for sure.
1: Well, yeah, but then like you get, eventually like the New York East coast with like the Timberlands and that's, all that's
0: literally cool. all Jay-Z.
1: <laughs> Isn't he from New York?
0: Yeah. That was all him. He, yeah. he, he basically popularized that nationwide. Exactly. Yeah.
1: So it, it takes like people who you keep getting me off fucking topic. I'm here to talk. <laughs> uh, Joshua's here to talk and get me off topic. And pretend like he's doing nothing wrong ever. He is just an angel baby. I thought
0: I, brought, I thought you brought me here to talk.
1: <laughs> I brought you here to talk, but then you give me off topic I'm again sorry. and again. I can't finish a train of thought.
0: <laughs> Look, Soria the tracks are not. <laughs> The tracks
1: are not laid correct no i'm laying the tracks and then you're grabbing the tracks no, and you're I, eating them I'm i think literally...
0: i think i'm slightly delaying the train but the bridge is out <laughs> down the tracks all right i'm sorry that's the way i feel. what
1: i'm trying to say is anytime men try to remove like anytime men have a try to have a style mm. that isn't this uniform style they're villainized because the grunge Villainized. Goth? Villainized. Raves? Villainized. The gays? Villainized. <laughs> East Coast? Villainized. West Coast? Villainized.
0: Yeah. I, um, it's interesting to see the way that's gone in more recent years, right? Because if you think about like hype beast fashion, which was...
1: Well, that's just the logos, like excessive logos, right?
0: not just that it's it's brand loyalty to an extreme basically yeah right um to the point where the logo you're not even showing logos where people only people in the know will recognize it as a specific brand like you know, yeah. like really deep into that shit um that was really took the world by storm i think like it was villainized among certain circles but not really mainstream like it became the mainstream right yeah and that's interesting because that is extremely you know obviously had alternative roots um as skate culture and then became this fucking awful monster of capitalism right um and consumer culture Mm -hmm. so it's interesting to see the way things have gone more recently where i think stuff the, the trend is towards appropriation rather than villainization
1: well, it comes much after the fact. Mm-hmm,
0: for sure, yeah. Well, that's the thing, because Supreme was around since the 90s, and then once it took off, it took off, and it's still going.
1: Well, it it became huge, huge mm-hmm. in 2016, 2018.
0: No, no, you know, they were missing the boat by a bit. Like, 2010, 2012 was when it took off, and then it kept growing ever since. Well,
1: yeah, but, like, that's 20 years after its mm-hmm. creation, and, like, mm-hmm. So therefore, it takes a while for it to become accessible or mm-hmm. or
0: acceptable. Main yeah,
1: and like you see that too in women's fashion because yeah. like the big hoops and like the brown lined lips that are really popular right now in like clean girl fashion were originally made by Latina women, mm-hmm. and they were called all sorts of shitty things about that. Yeah when actually it's fucking cute and it's always been fucking cute Mm -hmm. and that's not fair but like that is how it is when you get out of that style and it's so much worse for men because men have barely have any big or well women have it bad
0: yeah i was gonna yeah
1: but it is harder for men already to be able to break out of that i like fashion rut
0: This is interesting. We're opposed, we're actually flip-flopping here from what we usually say. I actually think it's worse for women. I think the pressure is a lot worse and the monetary cost is a lot worse, but I see where you're coming from.
1: Well, yes, like I'm thinking like a purely aesthetic.
0: Oh yeah. Men's fashion is atrocious looking. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Well, we'll just, men aren't allowed to look a certain way. They aren't allowed Mm -hmm. to play. There's
0: a whole machine designed to mass-produce mid-looking clothing, and that's all men's fashion is supposed to be, and that's not good.
1: And if they do, then they are actively harassed by other men.
0: And that's interesting because that's what I'm talking about. I think that's the way it used to be. And it's interesting to see the way it's gone now where, yeah, it takes, there's a long lead time, which that makes sense. That's the way it is for all fashion. It's a huge lead time. And then once it's in, it's fucking in. Right. But it's interesting to see that I think it's gone more towards appropriation and mass consumerism these days, right. Where, yeah, it takes 20 years, but once it's popular, oh, it's popular. And nobody's, nobody is being bullied for being alt anymore, really.
1: Well it's just happening in different ways now because yeah. don't you remember a couple of years ago with the male rompers? Uh yeah. Yeah. It, it always happens. It just happens in different ways.
0: Yeah. But like honestly, I think it's, I think the trend is tending towards more appropriation and mass consumerism rather than, right?
1: Well, it, it always will. But then you also have the underlying... Sorry, I'm figuring this out in my head. A late. It's all good. It's all good. It's always going to end up leading to mass consumerism, mm-hmm. because somebody has to break the mold first. Yeah. And then, once they break the mold, and people go, "I hate that," but then with anything that's hated, it becomes popular. And then capitalism says, mm, "I can make money off of this." Yeah. And then it becomes mass whatever you're we saying, yeah, like that's the, the, the right that's, combo of words. I don't
0: remember. That's the cycle. That's always the way it's been. But I think it's accelerating a lot in more recent years where there's not even much villainization happening anymore. Right. Where the, the unpo- it doesn't, it's not unpopular for long. It gets picked up pretty quickly.
1: Well, that's also because we're dealing with micro trends now, mm-hmm, Exactly. because women's yep. fashion went from seasons to micro trends, which I hate,
0: Well, <laughs> bring back season, yes. please. N-
1: j- Bring back having one dress for the rest of your life. I'm entirely joking, but. No,
0: I'm, I think that I'm actually totally on board with that. Okay. One, (laughs) one dress that's really well made and comfortable and is kind of timeless looking. That's the way fashion should be.
1: Remind me to talk about the pants later in the episode, but we got to keep going. All right. Um, and I think right now this is a good time to bring up. Why is it that women get micro trends? Mm Mm-hmm it's because da, 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 women in the us control or have influence over 85% of consumer spending no way yes oh I... it's according to girl power marketing <laughs> all
0: right i doubt that um so so that's interesting cuz in my uh, in a class that i had at, at school we did are you okay i'm fine how's the nausea
1: (laughs) it's not nausea it's just my stomach okay
0: it's all good you haven't heard my grumblies um so in a population and development class that i had we did talk about this because women do have a large they they control a huge amount of household purchasing income but we were talking about that and it's actually debatable to what degree that's true and it's been shrinking over the years it's been going down
1: it has but like this statistic isn't just like control it has also have influence.
0: That's what I mean. Influence slash control. Like they, they, they have a bit, they, they can, they can influence this a lot.
1: Yes, exactly. So I've heard anywhere because I'm, also, I also have a business degree. Um, I, that was a horrifying thing to hear in my own head. Holy shit. Sorry, folks. You should feel ashamed. I I always do. Oh, come um, on. You shouldn't. <laughs> but anywhere from like 60 to 85%. And if mm-hmm. you look at it, this, let's look at what this actually looks like in like a nuclear family.
0: Yeah. Lo-
1: agreed. Um. It looks like the mom who is doing all the grocery shopping, all the clothing shopping, everything for the kids as well as her husband and herself. Yep. That's what that looks like. Yep. It's not like women are popping their pussies and making their wallets like drop like kind of thing. <laughs> it's just
0: that's the future pink capitalism wants though
1: (laughs) yes that is that is girl boss like um (laughs) but like it's not the fact that women like to spend money it's not that shitty myth that like men always talk about it is the fact that they are given the money in the relationship to go ahead and make all these overarching decisions for everybody Mm -hmm. so when it comes to children's fashion as well as women's fashion there's going to be a lot more turnaround so that the big old capitalist machine can make a whole lot more money yeah so it's not surprising that there's all these micro trends for women
0: and for kids too. and kids which is getting ridiculous because i used to work at a clothing bank and let me tell you there is There is simultaneously too much and not enough children's clothes. It's fucking ridiculous.
1: Well, yeah. And like kids grow like weeds.
0: Exactly. That's part of the issue. Like there's a huge overabundance of bullshit, but there's critical uh, gaps in certain, like certain ages for for children's clothes, you know, at least in my area. In my
1: opinion, from ages like zero to six, kids really don't need fashion.
0: Uh, and that's where capitalism disagrees with you because that's like the most...
1: That yeah. is where you get the most variety. I know. Baby clothes are atrocious. Why do the, do the fuck does any child that doesn't walk have shoes? Like why?
0: We used to have to get rid of the really goofy, stupid looking baby outfits. Because, because they're
1: stupid. No one wants them. No,
0: exactly. And you, you can't give them to people ethically. We had an oversupply, Except that, that so means- let me just make that clear. We had an oversupply. We wouldn't be doing that if we didn't, but we got rid of the stupid fucking bullshit ones, uh, for that reason you can't, in good conscience, give those to people.
1: <laughs> Unless it's a pumpkin costume for a baby. I said bad. Okay, true. <laughs> you said silly. And those are always so silly, but so cute. They're so awesome, though. <laughs> if you all have babies that you took pumpkin surfing, what what is it called? Pumpkin picking? Yeah, I don't know. And you took pictures of them in a pumpkin costume. Please send us the pictures. We love to look at babies that look like pumpkins. We're October babies ourselves. Yeah, give us all of them. That sounds so creepy. We should not ask for people's babies' pictures. It's not creepy. I don't know. Give us those photos.
0: Let's see them little chubby babies. Come on. We need to be happy. Yeah. Yeah. We're
1: so depressed. (laughs) So depressed, so tired. Yeah. But yeah, so that's like, they always aim them there. Mm Mm-hmm. And another idea that I had while I was looking at this, well, because, like, they were talking, like, it was just a fucking roll of statistics. Mm -hmm. And, like you said, like, the statistics being true, you could only go so far. And, like, they weren't giving me, like, actual, like, how the CDC gives you the actual graphs and shit and the context. Mm -hmm. But, um... So the way
0: zero the way it's calculated by the way is this is the unesco the un statistics Mm -hmm. right it's a questionnaire and they ask specifically how much of the actual purchasing are you doing right yeah they ask family members for this specific stuff so for clothing for children how much of the purchasing are you doing for the food how much of it are you doing and it's not asking are you making decisions about it a lot of the time yeah although in more recent years they have started asking that but that's how it's calculated i believe
1: yeah and like that all statistics have a lot of wiggle room in how mm-hmm. the context is. And that context isn't great if you're not a statistics nerd, which we're not going to get into that because yeah. I will have Josh having a mental breakdown.
0: Well, I'm having
1: one right now, so. Good, I love you. Um,
0: Just to make the long and short of it, right, very simple. Patriarchy exists. And in 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 a lot of places, men do have a lot of influence over purchasing. And this, the statistics might not stick that up because patriarchy is very pervasive. Anyway,
1: that's it. And that's why I chose the United States statistic to share with you all today. Mm-hmm. Cause we know what it's like to live here. Um, unfortunately. But something that they also brought up is women share deals with each other. Mm-hmm. So we've all been with our mothers in the grocery store having a sensory overload <laughs> at ages six, wanting to kill f- themselves. Poor
0: little Tori. <laughs>
1: we shouldn't make suicide jokes on the podcast
0: take it back now y'all
1: take it back now we've all been in the store Mm
0: -hmm. being overloaded by the bright colors and the foods and the smells
1: and your mother walks so fucking slow because she's straight (laughs) and having a mental breakdown when she sees her old friend
0: (laughs) (laughs) why does that happen that's such a universal thing it's like it's like oh god not now not in the grocery store
1: (laughs) because they're going to talk for fucking 80 hours but neither
0: of them will break the contact they're just like it's just only before they have to psych themselves up but during they will not ever stop before it until it's over
1: exactly no one in this situation wants to be there no yeah. one does. Yeah. It's like they're just torturing themselves and their children. I, I think this is how our mothers got over that urge to drown us. Yeah. And like this, <laughs>
0: the worst, the worst one is where you're-
1: You just totally were not going to acknowledge the fact that I said our, both of our mothers wanted to murder us.
0: Toria, I know the way we are, okay? Okay, fine. But like the worst is when, how would they drown? How would your mom drown you? There's no water in Elko. <laughs> Anyway, the worst one is where they meet their friend, but the friend doesn't have her kid. So it's just you. You're the solitary kid. Yeah. That's the worst. Because it's like, what the fuck do I do now?
1: And and I was the kid who was not allowed to wander off. because I know. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So you just, it was fucking torture. Yeah. And I'd be like,
0: uh, can I go do this? And then it's like, okay, you can go down the aisle, but don't go past that. And it's like, oh, cool. Time to look at all this stuff until I run out. I wish somebody would have kidnapped me. Me too. (laughs) You run out of things to look at so quickly.
1: Oh, honestly. It's
0: awful. Unless it's the freezer aisle. Then it's like, fuck yeah. Make
1: my day. Well, you just have a fascination with ice cream. I am am really good at reading a nutrition label (laughs) for many reasons. I would do that, but it gets boring. No eating disorder jokes today, folks. Oh my God. (laughs) Are you okay? No, you're not. You didn't even acknowledge it. Don't fucking hug me, you fucking weirdo. That laugh was too loud. I'm worried about you. (laughs) No, it was funny. It 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 went over your head. I
0: no, I got it. How
1: stupid do you think I am? I got it. I just didn't want
0: to acknowledge it.
1: (laughs) You heard it here, folks. Josh does not want to acknowledge my truths. It's just I don't know how to approach it. It's so tragic. is it fucked up that it happened? Yes. yes. But I still laugh at the jokes that you make about your parents.
0: Well, yeah. I'm just like, I don't know how to approach it. I'm not traumatized
1: enough to know how to deal with this. Just laugh at it. It's trauma. It's funny. <laughs> exactly. It's fucking hysterical. Thank you. Yeah. But Folks, if somebody who is traumatized is making a joke about their trauma, laugh.
0: I'm now learning this. <laughs> Jesus
1: Christ. Sorry, I'm done. think like it's hard? Um... What? I'm being mean. Yeah. But yeah, so, and what do the moms always end up talking about? Deals. Deals. Coupons. Steals. Where you could find chicken cheapest.
0: Yep.
1: How you could shame your child into mm-hmm. heteronormativity. <laughs> Just kidding, that wasn't my mom. Ooh. Like, I mean...
0: <laughs> Just every other mom. Exactly. Yep, and how to... uh how to deal with your children's minor issues that you're blowing way out of proportion
1: together. Is my child weird for not liking babies?
0: Yes. And we are going to make a way big deal out of this for no reason.
1: Childhood. Okay. So yeah, that's like a huge thing. So it's like these micro trends happen because women are socialized to learn how to shop well Mm -hmm. and learn how to have deals, but also they have a lot of spending power.
0: Okay, so question, why yeah. are the trends always so fucking expensive then?
1: <laughs> because fashion was for a long time catered to the very rich because yeah, during the Reagan era, everybody wanted to be rich as Reagan. Trickle down economics, baby. But now as so, the middle class continues to diminish-
0: That's a very oversimplified historical analysis, but okay.
1: Cool. Let me just fucking pull out some grass right out my asshole, Josh.
0: I know that's where you keep them.
1: No, that's where I keep my lipsticks. Um, <laughs> 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 but uh, yeah, so it's a very oversimplified. But during Reagan era, everybody wanted to be rich. So like you'd save up for like the really nice clothes and that kind of progressed throughout our childhood. But as the middle class continues to aggressively diminish, clothes have to become cheaper. Yep. Walmart fashion, baby. Walmart fashion, baby. They're cheaper, but they still want to keep those margins nice and wide. Mm -hmm. So that's another thing of the micro trends just keeping turning over and making sure people are buying often, even if it's cheap.
0: Yeah. Um, Well, I don't, but that's the thing. It's not cheap. I think my view of it is that the micro trend. So yeah, like, you know, peep average wealth is going down per household. Right. Um, so how do you get people to splurge on stupid bullshit? Well, you make it a trend, right? The trends are expensive because people are tending towards cheaper and cheaper clothes. Right. So, but now your kid wants the stupid fucking trend, or you're a young adult and you want the stupid fucking trend and oh, it costs $200. Well, I can't be left out. I'm going to do it. I'm going to regret it.
1: Well, have you been on Shein's website?
0: I know about Shein, but I yeah.
1: Like, it, it's either you get this stupid trend that's more expensive or you get the cheap one that's not that it's going to break, mm-hmm. but at least like you have clothes kind of thing.
0: Yeah, but Shein's trash.
1: It, it is trash. <laughs> it's but like the For worst. some people, that is what they can afford. But But but, oftentimes it is abused.
0: I was going to say, but it's like literally the poverty trap. Yeah. Because Sheen is the absolute fucking worst in terms of quality. It is. But like, like, if
1: that is what you have, that is what you have.
0: I know. But like, literally go to Walmart instead. Like Walmart's
1: getting expensive again, too. That's true.
0: That's true. But it really depends on where you live, which is weird, you know?
1: Well, that's everywhere that's like why it costs so much money to buy a banana in new york like
0: no, no no i get that but like for groceries that makes sense but for clothes it's always struck me as weird that different walmarts have, have different prices for clothes you know like because very different they
1: can get away with
0: it and there you go there's your answer um it's capitalism bb
1: yep oh <sighs> so now that we have gone on our minor socialist rant if you're still there um you're still there. We know you're there. I know. You let just me, love us. Let me give you a little... Well, kiss. you love me.
0: Let me give you a little kiss.
1: Ugh. Kiss my ass. Anyway. You uh, wish.
0: Can, can I say my bit about trends though?
1: Yeah, go off. I'm going to let Josh talk for a few minutes while I space out and think about getting lobotomized.
0: Very poor. Very Well, um, poor, <laughs> poor decision to let me talk, good decision to think about getting a lobotomy <laughs> while doing it. Um, <laughs> No, I think the trend stuff. That's that's basically my point. That like in an age where, um, spending power is declining, uh, the way you make your big margins is by selling overpriced trends to people. And you, the only way you can really, uh, convince people to splurge these days is to do that. I think the reason micro trends are becoming popular is because they are even more disposable than seasons. Right? See, at least seasonal items, um can be reused for maybe a couple of years before they become out of fashion, the micro trend is dead almost instantly. And that really seems to me like the maximum profit extraction. But that's just my opinion. I don't know how accurate that is. Um, but That's always what it seemed like to me.
1: Okay, sorry, I did actually space out TBH. Good, all right. Okay, cool. Um, I do not verify anything Josh says. Do not hold it against me in a court of law, please. Thank you.
0: Remember, sleeper cells. You know who you are. You know when to strike.
1: (laughs) They have me surrounded. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so also it it comes down to a big conglomerate of like three points. Mm -hmm. Fashion and caring for oneself is viewed as gay. Women will date ugly men.
0: Mhm.
1: And men don't know how to feel sexy. Well, yeah.
0: Um
1: men are the least sexy creatures alive. So. And it's not because they're not handsome.
0: Accurate, accurate, accurate. <laughs> yeah. No notes. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of masculinity is conditioning you to never feel sexy, right? Because there's a difference between being attractive and feeling and being sexy, right? Um even male confidence is so like not sexual in a weird way.
1: Well, right? it absolutely isn't. Yeah. Is entirely performative.
0: Exactly. Sorry, not sexual. It's like it's so weirdly unsexy. Like it's not. It's not. It's not, not a... sensual. Yeah, that's exactly it.
1: Yeah. Men are not allowed to feel sensual. They're not allowed to feel sexy. They're supposed to like sex, but it is supposed to be an urge
0: and an ordeal.
1: Exactly. And like, not an experience
0: and that's always so weird because like and that's why people like european guys because they have the sensuality aspect of it more down than us anglo fucking cursed countries i am yeah this puritan bullshit never ends
1: (laughs) we need to allow more men to be sensual Mm -hmm. but we also need men to be better at being sensual when they are sensual because even the sensuality is still a little strange Oh, yeah. Those men put their weird little strange spice on it. Are you sensual? Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: That's getting cut, but also I'm so disappointed. I'm singing No, I, you. No,
1: I, I, I'm Do you understand? How... I, I'm liking it, but I'm trying to remember the name of the song.
0: Oh, who cares? It's past you boys. They're all the same.
1: Get the fuck out of my house. I try my best, but I also have ADHD and not the best object permanence. (laughs) Well, that's not the right word for it. That's like what babies have. I forget. Okay, we can't continue to talk about that. I just got a wave of (laughs) nausea. I am not pregnant, folks. I have just upped my Adderall. And um, I already want to puke 80% of the time. So this does not help. And now I'm here oh true i have to look you dead in the eye mm-hmm. but...
0: the microphone is in so much danger
1: <laughs> don't worry i'll just like aim it at the box
0: awesome the puke box the designated
1: the puke box
0: with amazon prime package <laughs> packaging to make sure you know which one it is
1: i don't know why they keep putting amazon prime on my boxes that are not amazon
0: <laughs> so amazing because they only have one tape at the stupid fuck house the yeah. warehouse
1: true they have one tape and a million workers being mm. abused
0: zero like one worker for every 1 million packages
1: and just one guy who's like the like cowboy dude in holes just like walking mm. around like
0: yep. these days if holes was a movie it would be about an amazon
1: warehouse <laughs> it, was, it, it would be uh boxes <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> boxes well i mean holes boxes and... hey Yo! Okay. I feel like you're a dog who I have to take for a walk, or else you just act up.
0: <laughs> no, the worst part is, <laughs> walking doesn't work on me. I'm like a hyper dog, and it, it doesn't get tired. <laughs> I'm so yeah. I'm just the worst.
1: Uh, I know. Still love you though.
0: Why? What's wrong with you?
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, the, the trauma. Okay, wait. Was Backstreet Boys or NSYNC the one with uh Timberlake?
0: I hate you so much. You can't even.
1: I liked the Backstreet Boys as a child, but guess what? Guess who disassociates, bitch? Okay, well, <laughs> we're cutting all of this.
0: Way to make me feel bad. I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's not what I.
1: Joshua, I'm being a silly goose.
0: You always are. I knew it was in sync.
1: Yeah. He has Timberlake. Yeah. That's also probably the reason why mm-hmm. I like the Backstreet Boys better.
0: Mm, yeah.
1: This is a Justin Timberlake hateful podcast.
0: He's all right, but... No, he isn't. As an actor, as an artist. As an artist, he's...
1: As an artist, as an actor, as, as a human being. Is he a bad guy? Do you know nothing about my queen, Britney Spears? I don't know anything about celebrities. He... Folks, this is a now a Britney Spears-based podcast. I'm so sorry. um, But he... So this begins when they were dating, because they were dating for a short while.
0: I did not know that. Well, not a
1: short while. They dated for quite a long time.
0: Did not know that.
1: And this was at the time when she was still very young. I think she might have been 16 when they started dating. Whoa. Well, they're around the same age, okay. I think. Let me double check. Yeah, they're like one year apart. Okay. But, um, so like they started dating really early on while she was like at the peak of her career. So it would have probably been like closer to eighteen, Too close to the <laughs> so they, Sorry. So they started dating at the peak of her career and his career. Mm-hmm. So probably like while they were both like 18, 19, I think. Okay. Like just starting out. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, she was hypersexualized beyond what she ever should have been.
0: I knew about that. Yeah. That was fucked up.
1: And because he was with her, he was asked to speak about her sexuality often.
0: Oh, shit.
1: And Britney Spears is a Christian woman. hmm And has, as a youth and, like, as a person, has never been big on speaking about it because it's no one's fucking business.
0: Yeah, and to be clear, it is nobody's fucking business, regardless of age, but especially when you're young.
1: And, yeah, it's no, like... Yes, it is what they, what everybody has done to Brittany has been absolutely diabolical. And if you think otherwise, get off this,
0: you're no longer welcome.
1: <laughs> yeah. You're, you're voted off the Island. I, I'm but,
0: only half joking there.
1: <laughs> I am not.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So she is just absolutely drugged through the mud. And then instead of being somebody who supports her in her decision to keep her private life private he would tell people on radio channels their sex life.
0: Ooh, JT, I'm not liking this. Because
1: everybody wanted to know if she was a virgin and he made sure everybody knew.
0: I hate the 90s and the 2000s so much. It's like the demon era, you know? Oh,
1: it's absolutely terrible. Yeah. But he did not say sorry until he was called out in one of the documentaries about Britney Spears, which was like 30 years later. Yeah or not 30 but 20 and pretty age. much 30 i think he, yeah. close yeah. but, um and then he never said sorry to janet jackson until 20 years later when people called him out what was that about the nip- janet the nipples nip slip because that ruined her career but skyrocketed <laughs> his Ew.
0: Oof.
1: yep damn so this is a justin timberlake hate-filled podcast
0: um I just don't want to know anything about celebrities. Like, I want to know so little that I don't even have to have opinions about them because I hate learning anything. They are all so gross. Oh,
1: they're terrible, but I also love pop culture, so this is where we're at.
0: Oh, I never understand Fuck
1: Justin Timberlake. Um,
0: Fuck JT. No longer welcome on this cast.
1: But yeah, so it's the idea that, like, so men don't know how to feel sexy. They don't know how to feel sensual. Mm -hmm. They aren't sensual. And...
0: But it's, but again, it's not something innate to them. It's just the way they're socialized. Exactly. And and it's wrong, you know?
1: But it's also like, you got to figure it out, bud.
0: Again, but it's a systemic problem. It's a,
1: it's like, I'm not saying that men are to blame, but they can fix it.
0: Yeah. um,
1: That would have been such a good segue.
0: But once again, that would have been, but once again, systemic issues require systemic change. Um, personal responsibility can only go so far. Not that, not that this is one of those cases. Like, firstly, moan in your girl's ear. Secondly, Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, once again, I'm sorry for <laughs> you, talking about you're it.
1: You're not wrong, but that like. <sighs>
0: this is how I make you feel.
1: <laughs> that took me the fuck out. <laughs> well, fuck
0: you. Okay. Anyway, and and secondly. Um,
1: no, cause you're gonna be moaning up in my ear.
0: You're not my girl. Fuck off. You're my friend. All right. So, you know, part like um, what was I gonna say? Fashion is what you make it, right? Like, um, and remember, fashion is meant to be designed around you and your body. Are are you are you done interrupting me? Fuck you. No. Now, <laughs> not even close to being done. Now. Um. <laughs> like, and what Toria was saying earlier about men not being allowed to accentuate their specific bodies in the way that perhaps women and AFAB people are allowed conventionally uh, is wrong. And this is something we should, this is a norm we should break for all people of any gender, um, but starting with perhaps the boys.
1: Well, yes, but it also comes back to the round like, yes, personal responsibility can only go so far, but fashion baby, the minute you break that code, give it 20 years, and it'll become normal.
0: But also I think we do, I this is where I have a bit of hope because I think we do live in an era where the demonization and outcast status of certain subcultures is largely diminishing. And I think it's actually a good thing where it's giving people a lot more space to explore their own very personal and individualized style which is the way this should be from the beginning, right? Mass fashion okay. is a fucking abomination. It is designed in the worst era of human history, the early modern period, and sorry, the early industrialized period. It sucks. Everything about it sucks from the people who make it, who design it, sorry, not the people who make it, the people who design it, the big fashion houses that make it, uh, and the the you know awful capitalist greed that perpetuates it.
1: Well, I'd like to argue, first of all, most sorry. designs are stolen yeah exactly and so it's not necessarily even the people who design it yeah but also i think you're getting a little ahead of yourself because i like i want to agree that it's not as demonized mm-hmm. but you also aren't online in the same way that i am and you aren't yeah. in these spaces because yeah. this is not something that inherently matters to you being alternative is still f- fucking dangerous and a lot of it will be aimed mostly at women and afab folks Mm -hmm. but male vitriol holds no bounds for gender
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and it's easier for men to be mean to women yeah but they are in like afab folks and non-binary people but men are inherently cruel and unwielding to each other
0: unwielding Unyielding. Yielding. Sorry, sorry. I'm not being a dick. I'm just confused.
1: No, no, no. I, lo- I, I need it. Yes, please correct me. I swear to God, I know how to speak English. I just don't speak it well. But,
0: um, okay, I'm not saying it's all sunshine and rainbows, but I'm saying that we, we, we live in the best era for this that this has ever been. Just think about the cultural difference between now and the '90s, right? In the nineties, you would literally get the shit beaten out of you at school under the eye of your teachers and nobody would do a damn thing about it. Right? Things have changed. I think.
1: No, because there's still kids being killed.
0: I look, once again, I'm not saying things are sunshine and roses, but I think people have got a lot more tolerant and the mainstream culture has expanded a tremendous amount. I don't
1: think tolerant is necessarily the right word. I like there is much more tolerance, but I still think it is are
0: people really getting killed because of the shit they're wearing. I mean,
1: trans folks, dude, That's
0: I know, but that's a fucking hate crime. That's not, <laughs> that's not something as simple as fashion. That is pure and outright fucking vitriol yes, and bigotry. It that, is. Is, that is murderous but guess fucking what? bigotry.
1: People are being killed for being trans, even if they're not trans. Yeah. And that's really fucked up. It is. But guess what? It is still that same ignorance and hatred in not letting people be themselves. Right, but I don't... And think... style is one of the quote-unquote easiest ways to have gender affirmation. Yeah. And gender affirmation goes even if you're cis or even if you're trans or anywhere in between.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's a huge thing with style. Yeah. So style is still villainized. It just looks a lot different now than it did back then
0: but specifically transphobia is i think a lot i wouldn't say it's the same thing as as your style choices i think it's a lot a lot more complicated than that and it's specifically down to um the transvestigation right The, the idea that you might be hiding something and that's why that's why cis women get killed because it's not even about what you're wearing it's about your body and your innate gendered characteristics that these people think exist. That's what they're on about. Well, then we get back
1: to the emo scene kids. They were shit-talked because, A, they cared about themselves, and that's a little gay, Mm -hmm. according to men. Sorry, that's not how I actually think. I know, just, I hope hope nobody... I I hope not, but I always feel like I have to put a little asterisk after that. So it's like caring about yourself Mm -hmm. feels gay. Mm -hmm. Then you have the fact that they're wearing women's clothing because that's how men are typically now able to break out of the uniformity.
0: Yeah.
1: Because they've pretty much exhausted a lot of things. So yes, there is a lot more wiggle room, but the vitriol and the anger is not there is still there. And a lot of it is guised under these transphobia and people being willing to play with gender and being able to play with style in different ways. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing, different day, because you think the people who were dressing like Kiss weren't called every sort of gay slur. And, yeah, and
0: that's 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 just kind of my point, though, like
1: it was first the gays and now it's trans folks
0: well it's always been about the gays the the attacks on trans people are are basically an assault on gender nonconformity as a concept and a reification of straightness that's all it is yes you know that's there's it's got actually very little to do with trans people specifically which is the worst part exactly um but like no okay so i i i i'm completely with you um Yes, it's it's unfortunately it's becoming more dangerous to to be gender nonconforming in certain areas.
1: Well, not even just gender nonconforming. Well, sorry. the fashion itself if it doesn't apply to this uniformity. I don't think that's true.
0: Okay. I, I think fashion, like mainstream fashion for guys has gotten a lot more explorative and I don't know, based off of the 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 stuff you see on social media, people have become a lot more comfortable in exploring different trends. Bad Bunny is an example like that. Yes. Can you imagine somebody doing that 10 years ago? 20 years ago? Prince. Well, yeah, but he you know the way people fucking, t- you know, talked about him, it's happening to Bad Bunny, but I think a lot less. Like people, I think mm. Oh, come on. Do you know what they fucking said about Prince? I mean, she You know what
1: they fucking say about Bad Bunny?
0: I my Okay, so so let me just say people on the internet versus what I'm talking about mainstream cultural figures punching down on people is something where I think we've moved in a positive direction, right? People
1: who are mainstream figures still shit on Bad Bunny for multiple different things. I'm
0: sure they do. But I think the, the like, for example, the Harry Styles thing, for instance, where he, you know, he wore a dress that got a lot of talk in specifically conservative spaces. But I think largely the reaction to that was like, okay, cool. Right. And I think that's a sign that we have moved like, I think if that happened even 10 years ago, people would be calling for him to be fucking crucified, right? I mean, we have just the vast gap between the meanness and conform, enforced conformity of 2000s pop culture as I think started to disappear.
1: I want to say yes. And you're completely, let but me say- I am inherently hesitant because I also know that social media is a bubble. Yeah. Media right now is a bubble. Yeah. And because we live in the city, it is a bubble.
0: Yeah. And I, let me just be clear. I am talking about the city specifically. Okay. Right? Like I'm yes. talking about like metropolitan cosmopolitan culture. That is definitely, I, I am not going to say that about anywhere other than that, but okay. more people live in metropolitan areas than ever before. So,
1: yes, so I can agree to that, but I definitely think like as good as like people accepting like gayness is now
0: mm-hmm.
1: we're about the same place with transness now as we were with gayness in the early 2000s
0: i think it's worse
1: it well it it yeah. most likely is much much worse yeah. but like it's kind of similar in how it the trend of i don't know how to word this mm-hmm in the 1950s, being gay was a huge thing, and being trans was not even talked about.
0: Uh, well, and, actually, there's, it's interesting that being trans was way more accepted than being gay in the 1950s, actually.
1: It, it, it was. It's
0: <laughs> so fucking wild. But you
1: look at it, and now it's kind of trans has taken the place of what it means to be gay. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's the same cycle, and clothes have always been the easiest way to mark your gender, Mm -hmm. and when you play with that that's where it gets the violence yeah and so even if you're a total cis man and you're just wearing something that like some old white dad deems as fruity shit could go down
0: Uh, and actually that's interesting where transphobia specifically i think men are largely exempt from it um because the whole point is that the, the the core of transphobia is the fear of disguise and um not what's the word um not subversion um subterfuge right gender subterfuge whereas the core of homophobia is like what you're talking about uh challenging masculinity right
1: well if you think about
0: it i think those that's the two that's the difference between those two bigotries um
1: i i want to agree but i also think it's like potato potato at that
0: point and like and 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 you're you, you absolutely have a, a very, 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 very important point here, which is that transphobia is just a cover for a whole bunch of other bigotries, right? Including homophobia. It's just a cover for all this shit, right? They, not that people aren't transphobic, but that's, they're in, right? They believe all these other bigotries too. Well, they're yeah. just, the, transpho- the transphobia is the thin end of the wedge, right?
1: Exactly. That's- and like, I think when we look at fashion, that is a, like... Men's fashion has just progressively gotten worse and worse,
0: too. I really cannot agree with that.
1: Well, I feel like it's almost a bell curve, to be honest. How so? Because I feel like in the 1920s, men had some sort of, like, fashion, but it was all still very uniform. I mean, you have to keep in mind... But at least they weren't wearing fucking cargo shorts. Okay, but that's just a cultural artifact. I mean,
0: there was a a 1920s equivalent of cargo shorts that was viewed as the same repulsion we have towards cargo shorts. I mean, it's just, it's just... I mean, also history creates selection bias where, right, like...
1: True, because you're only going to look at the good stuff. Okay. Precisely. I I, I surrender. Don't, um, don't.
0: Don't encourage me.
1: But um, I think... What was I even going on about? I forgot. Gender
0: nonconformity and how it might... How how the, the backlash cycle has not gone away.
1: Yeah, so the backlash cycle is not going to go away. Mm-hmm. And it's going to affect you... Even if you're not queer.
0: Yeah.
1: Even if you're not trans. Yeah. Because you dare wiggle out of like the Adam Sandler esqueness of it. Which is ironic because Adam Sandler is actually like pretty like chill. Yeah. He's
0: pretty, pretty cool.
1: (laughs) This is the one and only time you'll ever see me say anything nice about Adam Sandler. Because likewise. like, (laughs) Like I respect the shit out of him as a a somewhat decent man. Like he does the bare and that's good enough, I suppose. Um, but yeah. So even if like you challenge these things, even if you aren't queer, you're going to get backlash. And for a lot of men, first of all, that's scary. And also second of all, like it really dissuades people because no one wants to be seen as queer.
0: Yeah.
1: And also, the socialization of not wanting to be seen as queer keeps you from living your truest, authenticest self. Yeah, And I'm not even talking about queerness. I'm just saying fashion that makes you go, God damn, I'm a sexy boy.
0: Mm-hmm. And a, a huge part of self-explora- self-exploration is challenging societal norms. And I think it's actually foundational to all of this. We cannot exist as ourselves when we're constrained by what we're told to be, right? And that goes for everything, right? Um, Something as simple as liking your body as a guy is really a subversion um you know being proud of it showing it off in a non-societally accepted way right exactly but I, I i and you know what i'm glad we're disagreeing with this because i think uh not to be all both sidesy but i think we have i think both of us are
1: right in some way oh well 100 percent, like
0: and, and we have to keep in mind here. And I
1: don't think it's at all you wanting to be right in some minor form No, 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 that's guy. not what it is. It's just my
0: lived experience, right? I'm
1: messing with Josh and he doesn't realize I am because he's very passionate right now. Because
0: we're being too serious. And let's just get this on the table, right? We're different people. We've had very different lives. As much as we vibe together, we do have different lived experiences. You're from a very conservative area, right? And you are, you know... Sorry, I just
1: gave myself a really bad head run. Yeah, I pop my back and Josh is, is lecturing me while I'm trying not to fucking pass out.
0: Are you okay? I'm so worried about you.
1: Oh my fucking God,
0: chill out. I am fine. No, you're about to faceplant into the microphone and I'm going to have to
1: drag your ass to the ambulance. If I pass out, this is fine.
0: It's not, but okay. All okay, right. Go off. So all is all is gonna say is you grew up in a really conservative yeah. area as you know a queer person. I'm very aggressively straight, and I grew up in a very tolerant liberal area. So I can see why we would have just based off of that. Let alone intellectually, we oh, would yeah. have totally different opposing views on this. Um, well,
1: and you're straight, but you get a little fruity with it too. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's single. Hello. <laughs> like a
0: like a kind of. Twink uh, guy with a fruity little voice and attitude, then hello. Um, so the point is that like things have changed, but we don't know in what way that they've changed. But most importantly, that while remaining safe, fashion is ultimately about who you are at its best, right? It's about self-exploration and self-expression.
1: Exactly. And like I want you all to look like your truest selves.
0: Pop that pussy.
1: And like, even if it does look like Adam Sandler... That is okay, mm-hmm. because, like, at least you explored, you tried, but you've... <laughs> no, you found what you liked. You, There's nothing wrong with that. You didn't let me finish. You tried different things, but you still found what made you the happiest. But it is worth trying to figure that out, because unless you challenge it, you can challenge yourself, you don't know what you're going to look like. hmm also, I I just, I'm looking at my bullet point and I love it and it doesn't fit in here. So I'm going to segue anyway, because I'm a comedian. Um, women will date ugly men,
0: mm-hmm.
1: unfortunately. Fortunately. There's a reason why I have a shirt that says I love medium ugly men. I know. It's like, come on, that's a great thing. For the men who put bare men's in, yes. But I think the fact that women are willing to just... Th- th- women, this is you now. I'm chastising you. Okay. okay. You are reinforcing negative behavior.
0: No, the solution to this is not to bully men more. That is not. That is the opposite of the solution. The solution is to bully everyone less. Okay. <laughs> you are not going to get away with this t- this time.
1: Don't date men who are not willing to put an effort into themselves. That's the ugly part. But what if If, you, if you look mid, fine, because everybody can look mid. Everybody's beautiful in their own way. I'm sorry, I don't mean to get like early two thousands philosophy on this. <laughs> but
0: but philosophy. I don't know what the fuck is going on.
1: Okay, but like but also
0: <laughs> Oh man, that Adderall Dush is (laughs) kicking in, isn't it? You need to eat, girl. Oh my god. I
1: tried. I ate a muffin and I didn't throw up, but I got
0: close. We are going to get some food for you. Yes, we
1: will, but first we gotta fucking finish. So not to get early 2000s philosophy on this, but everybody is beautiful. Yeah. Being a human being makes you inherently beautiful. And... Being yourself is beautiful, mm-hmm. but being yourself can look any sort of way.
0: And I just want to say something here, right? I think I'm sorry, but like this is this is a really okay. Now you keep going. I'll I'll do it at the end.
1: But also, you have to take care of yourself, and that's going to look different for each and every person. But I feel like there are a lot of beautiful men out there, who are incredibly beautiful but they look ugly because they don't put the effort in. They want to put effort in but they don't know how so that they get into this like doom spiral of I'm so ugly no one loves me I'm so ugly.
0: I love how you made fun of that one it's the most real and awful thing about being a man.
1: I'm not making fun of it I'm saying that this is absolutely something that happens Mm -hmm. and
0: and, and women
1: encourage it by being like, Oh, you're so ugly. I'm going to turn you into my pet. It's like <laughs> those fucking ugly ass dogs. Okay. But you act like I wouldn't go for this immediately. <laughs> I know. And that's the issue. It's like, but okay, you have put in so much work into becoming beautiful and you're continuing to put in that work.
0: I don't know. Have you seen,
1: I, I honest to God love it. Um, okay. but I also have a love of facial hair. But it's like, you have to put in this effort and try to be who you are. And that's actually gonna make you beautiful to somebody. And you know what? W- women need to stop re- stop rewarding mediocre effort. You are not a part, we do not give out, we need to stop using our pussies as per, I'm not a woman, sorry, well, let me roll this back. Women and people who date men need to stop using their pussies as participation trophies.
0: And on that note, I'm going to say I disagree with that in a fundamental way. And I think the fact you mentioned participation trophies belays the fact that this is ultimately a conservative argument and in fact a uh one that does not the pr- one that does not promote healthy self-expression. Now, I don't think this is actually a big deal, but I am going to disagree here. I think moving forward, we do not we should not feel the urge to constantly be beautiful all the time. And there's a difference between basic self-care, which men lack, right? Like looking acceptable, There, the bar is lower than it should be. However, it is okay to not be attractive and it is okay to not be attractive all the time. Yes. Right? And all I'm But
1: I'm talking about that authentic self beauty.
0: Right. And all I'm saying, for some people, that authentic self beauty can take many different levels of effort, and I think we should reward whatever that is. Because not everybody A gives a shit. B is good enough to really make this a thing about themselves. And C, uh, feels validated by it.
1: Well and then those people need to get together. Yeah. But do you know how many men I see out there that look fucking gorgeous? But they're uncomfortable with themselves. Mm -hmm. They don't have a self-expression that matches their insides to their outsides. Yeah. So therefore they become a one out of 10.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But I'd
1: still be willing to date them Mm -hmm. because oftentimes folks treat their pussies as participation trophies.
0: Yeah. And I'm not going to disagree with that. And that's societally. Sorry, keep going.
1: And that's societally how we're taught to be but we also have to start deconditioning all of it
0: right and i'm not going to disagree with any of that of course um and like you know like i said earlier the bar is too low currently (laughs) for guys um but i don't know uh i think in an ideal world we don't feel this pressure to be pretty all the time right uh and that goes for everybody because everybody feels it to some extent
1: exactly and
0: and I don't think the perfect world is one where everybody, including the guys who slack are constantly putting in a hundred percent maximum effort to look gorgeous. I think it's where everybody is comfortable with the level that they're comfortable at. Right. And they find somebody who matches it.
1: Yes. And that's, well, that's also showing genuine self-expression.
0: Exactly. Because
1: I love going either 100% or zero percent, well, not zero percent, but 25. Yeah. Well, 50
0: yeah okay yeah yeah I'm with you there that's that seems accurate
1: (laughs) exactly I always smell nice so um and I always look pretty yep um but it's having to find somebody Jesus fucking Christ who's honking shut the fuck up so it's trying to find somebody who matches that but like that makes my self-expression no matter where I go except for like on really bad days where I'm in my shit
0: Mm
1: -hmm. is how I feel beautiful yeah however i've dated dudes who they don't have that self-expression so even when they look their handsomest bobansomest just laying in their sun they still feel like shit about themselves Mm -hmm. and that's ugly behavior
0: yeah it's not good
1: so find your beauty because that will make you hot and now we can go on a ways to fucking fix this so that you Fucking can feel beautiful.
0: I think we're already halfway there, but yeah.
1: Play with your fashion and find your style.
0: And I think societally what we, I mean, we need to A, push back on the rejection of gender nonconformity. Because as we said earlier, the transphobia shit is the thin end of the wedge. And like Toria said, it's coming for you. Even if you don't know it, the transphobia is a mask for everything that is about conformity, right? Enforced conformity. Um, so like, even though they are not the same, uh, every, every fashion choice is born out of a desire for self-expression. We talked about this earlier. Right. And while, while being trans is not at all the same as exploring fashion, they are linked in a kind of way where it's about challenging societal norms. Right. And we really do, need to challenge societal norms to make everybody safe. We are only safe if people are free to explore themselves. Right?
1: Exactly. So throw on those women's skinny jeans.
0: Mm-hmm. And they will come for the persecuted people first because that's who it's okay to attack. But you are not exempt. They will eventually come for you. We are all affected by it. Jesus
1: Christ, you are getting intense on this one, my friend.
0: I care a lot about
1: that. I know you do.
0: We are all involved in this. We are all part of our you know, our society. And we have to look out for the most vulnerable among us. Um,
1: I just realized my timing with that made me seem like the biggest asshole.
0: You, well, it just shows who you are.
1: Jesus Christ. I 100% heard. agree with Josh. I just wanted to add some levity because this episode... So this is supposed to be a comedy podcast. Well,
0: you know, we're supposed to be many things. <laughs>
1: exactly. So, um, Yeah. We're just breaking out that conform. Fucking Christ! <laughs> Do I speak English? I don't think so. Conformity. Yeah. But yeah. So put on those fucking skinny jeans.
0: Yeah. Wear your truth.
1: Wear right? wear a skirt. It feels nice, probably on your balls.
0: I bet it does. I'm gonna try it. And and for fuck's sake, I mean, realize the realize uh what this is about. This is about challenging patriarchy in this case, but societal norms in general and what what expressing yourself in fashion is political and it relates to a lot of other shit that we that you know marginalized people experience
1: well yeah because the easiest way for people to break out of society is through how they look
0: exactly and fashion is a part of that
1: exactly and you know what who better to explore fashion with than your boys
0: than the straightest. Most uh fucking Kirkland signature brand boys you can find.
1: Yeah, but instead of going to to Costco, go thrifting with your boyses. Exactly. Saturday yeah. for the boyses, yeah. Saturday morning brunchy and, fuck. Yeah,
0: sounds good. Anyway, point is, this is all connected. We live in a society.
1: I have a list of fucking things. Stop cutting me. Off. <laughs>
0: Just tell me to shut the fuck up.
1: I happened for the last three
0: hours. You're really bad at it. Use your words. I'm
1: going to use a knife
0: next time. Go ahead. <laughs> Which... I'll get that message.
1: <laughs> no, you probably won't. You'll keep talking <laughs> as you out. Oh my gosh. So go thrifting with your boys. Dine and um, dress up. Hell yeah um find what makes you feel hot even if you do look like adam sandler because you know what i once had a moment where i thought adam sandler was cute
0: you really want to admit that
1: i'll admit this on air wow yeah
0: have i ever told you how brave you are
1: i am very brave wow okay again there's a reason why i have a shirt that says i love medium ugly men wow yep medium Adam Sandler's cute in the face.
0: You're just going to say that on the podcast. (laughs) I'm sorry, Adam Sandler. Yeah, all right. You're correct. I'm just being a dick.
1: Yeah, you really are. That is one out of ten behavior.
0: Well, don't say I don't act like the way I am.
1: (laughs) Yes. Don't make me be nice to you on the podcast. You are easily an eight out of ten.
0: I love how you didn't even say 10 out of 10. You're such an asshole.
1: A 10 out of the 10 is absolutely reserved just, for the hottest motherfuckers.
0: Just stop making it worse and read your thing. All right.
1: Don't well, make- if we're doing looks only, because right now you do not look the way you... Oh, I'm sitting too close to the mic. If we're doing looks only, because right now you aren't as self-actualized as you want to be, you're an 8 out of 10. I
0: can't say that your friends are anything less than a 10 out of 10 Toria. Joshua? Yes.
1: The way I see you- Don't call me Joshua! (laughs) You answered though! Delayed
0: reaction. Oh, Fuck, I hate that.
1: Don't you love it.
0: No, I hate it. I hate it. Don't call me Joshua. That's not my name. They call me Joshie. That's not my name.
1: (laughs) That's not my name. (laughs) Oh, you're doing so good. Yeah. No, you're you're hot. Just just don't make it worse. Keep it <laughs> <straight>. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what, dudes? The, the We didn't talk about this much in the podcast, and I'm not willing to go back and add more. But pay attention to your partner's fashion mm. or the fashion your partner cultivates for your kids. Yep. Because we're stronger together. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Be there for people.
1: Be there. Be a part of the movement.
0: And unfortunately, that means waiting for your shithead kid in the changing room at Macy's. I'm sorry to tell you, that's part of fatherhood. It sucks for the moms, too.
1: The amount of JCPenney's uh, dressing rooms I have burst into tears into. Yeah, you know,
0: It's like a trail of childhood genes that gave me body dysmorphia that I'm thinking about right now.
1: There is one mental breakdown in a dressing room that I am thinking of right now. If you want to hear about us just trauma dump folks.
0: Oh, we can't do that. Let us know. Oh, please don't do it. It's going to be so bad for you. You really, you don't know. You don't even know. Don't, don't self-harm through us.
1: I mean, shit. I think that's the funniest fucking thing you've said on the podcast. Choke on my nuts. All right. Oh, you wish. Should we Should we leave it here? Um. No, I don't want the last words to be choke on my
0: nuts. I do. Fine. <laughs> yeah. You can You can say it then.
1: I think once you self Once you self actualize, maybe Marissa Tomei will give you her number.
0: Hello, once again, our lovely listeners. Thank you for tuning in to the third and, dare I say, greatest episode of I Can Fix Him. We really do appreciate your continued listenership and support. I once again would like to apologize for this episode being delayed. Um, what can I say? Shit happens. It's me. I'm the shit. I happened. Yeah. Um. I appreciate you being here as we, and more specifically I, continue to find our footing as podcast creators we do really appreciate it we are a small team and as you may have figured out we don't really know what the fuck we're doing we will be back soon registered trademark um that does not mean soon like the meme we will actually be back soon but we do not have a schedule as of yet we will keep you posted check our instagram and probably like within the next week or two um, I will not be delaying the next episode by three weeks like I just did. Anyway. Once again, thank you very, very much for listening. Tori and I love you very much, and we will see you next time. Bye-bye, and I hope that you find the Marissa Tome of your dreams, whoever that may be. Adios.